Yo, 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 it's the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino, and we're here. It's episode 162, and um, man, I'm hearing niggas calling me the king of New York this week, but I'm gonna get that verified, man. I'm hearing I ran the town, <laughs> but we got my nigga C's in the building. You're, yes, yes, we back in the building. Hey, Big man. bully town, yes, yeah, let's do this, man. I got my energy back, so let's go. I heard you was we going got, around the town got- giving niggas buck fifties, bro. Hey man, why'd you say that? Why'd you say that? Allegedly. Allegedly, man. Allegedly. Yeah, man. Come on, man. Yeah, man. We here now. Hey man. Uh, we got my nigga Donut in the building. Yo, it's your boy Donut. Uh, I just had kombucha for the first time. It's kind of fuck with it. What, what flavor, man? Uh, what is this? Man? Midnight. It's a midnight painkiller. It's like some coconut pineapple. You know, this is like a, uh, a urban healer or some shit. What the fuck? What, what did you grab some kombucha? No, I just I just wanted something to drink. I was like, hey, let me let me fuck around with this. It's, it's not bad. Okay, nice nice little vibe. I might have to start fucking with it some more. Yeah, Your Kyrie wave, I, I respect it. Yeah, hey man, you already know. Hey, come on, man, Ramadan. Ramadan. Hey, hey. What's still going on? What you what you say? Arm, leg, leg, arm, head. That's all I. <laughs> Shout out to Ramadan Reed, man. Uh. Man, how, how y'all doing, man? We back from New York, man. I hit a we sleepy. It's a sleepy pod, man. Niggas out of it. <laughs> let's let's just, where do we start? It was it was a uh, it was a time, man. It was a good it was a good two what was it two two days day and a half two days yeah yeah for sure. It's always too short, man. We we need a we need like a like a four day to fully I, really right, get it in. Was it too short or was it longer? Just because could you have handled one more day of drinking? Mm, I think I so. Know. I don't. Nah, Saturday was, was was a little wild. The Saturday got a little out of hand, man. I don't know. My thing with it is, I think because they are so short, we try to squeeze a whole bunch of shit into two days. Yes. If it's four days, we got rest periods. We like, hey, we here for another two days, a a day, you know, so we can not go out and try to squeeze a brunch into the day. We can all rest up into the night and just turn up at night. Yeah, but we know that would never happen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, guys know. But uh, shit, where, how we how we do a, a quick recap on this? Where where do we? I just said I think we, we start list the highlights, man. What, what were some of your highlights, man? Uh, one of the low lights definitely was how long it took for us to eat on Friday. Oh yeah, the Caribbean spot, man. Yeah, that was hey, a man. low. Yeah, that food was fire though. Yeah, man. I Shout out to Kokomo, that. man. That shit was... Oh, man. I want to go back. Yeah, that good. They, they hooked down up on the oxtail piece. God damn. I, I wasn't even expecting that much shredded oxtail, man. <laughs> salute them niggas, man. That shit get me hyped all over again. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Salute them motherfuckers. But damn New man, York low-key uh, surprised me, bro. Like, I, I thought it was, like, super dirty. And <laughs> no disrespect to anybody like fuck with New York or like stay in New York. Um, but it wasn't as dirty as I thought it was. Mm. But the the leaving the garbage out on the street at night shit, that's disgusting. That's when it gets bad. <laughs> that's when the big boys come out to play, the big rats boys. I, I I will say when we first got there, I was looking around like I don't know if I really get it. Like I don't get the the razzle dazzle, the appeal. Mm. The way we was running around the streets, I kind of get it now. Mm. I, I'm I'm kind of understanding what what the appeal is. Maybe temporary not for like vacation. I don't think I can move there. 
for like a like those quick one hit vacations, yeah, mm-hmm. it could be a move. No, it's busy. It, it's a whole bunch of spots. A whole, every it's always something to do, and that's what I, I definitely give New York. I I personally I can live there. Um, I think it's a little bit too busy for me. Like when I stepped out of Penn Station, like my anxiety was going crazy, bro. Like it was just too many <laughs> motherfuckers around me. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on, dog? Uh, but it was decent. Like, like you said, uh, I think when you pop in on like a Saturday, especially with a group, y'all drunk, y'all, y'all just looking for shit to do. It's always some shit to do. So I, I fuck with it. That, that, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I want to double down and say how, that music, we we had to go through some rough music periods, but sometimes we we got to the promised land. What I will say that, like that, like the spot on Friday. I know we got there it was decent, then it got trash when y'all left, or then y'all left, and then it came back decent. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's the thing. It's so niche in every different spot that you just never know what you're gonna run into music wise. Because the spot we went to on Saturday, that music was like a little bit too. I don't know. I don't want to call it authentic. It wasn't wasn't my vibe. Well, that was more of an event. That was a a sponsored event where you know they had they had a target demographic. Um, They had an agenda. Who was the target? Uh, No, nope. (laughs) We're not segmenting our audience. I will. I will say this. Um, I don't know. We can we can we talk about what happened on Friday? What do, mean? what do you mean? Can we talk about it? <laughs> about what happened? Um, you talking about with me? Yes. Yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna do nothing. <laughs> can you explain? Okay, can you explain what your what your what you what what happened? What your thought process was? Yeah, uh, it's simple. I saw a girl. <laughs> I saw a girl outside, and she was she was amazingly beautiful. So my thought process was go outside and talk to her. My because I had been drinking, it didn't dawn on me that it was a big ass line outside and they weren't letting people back in. So when I got out there, it kind of clicked back because first of all, she walked back in the back of the line with another nigga. And then I had to like turn around and be like, uh, okay, <laughs> how do I get back? Well, in this? Yeah. How do I get back out here? Luckily they came outside and, uh, donor them came outside and it was trying to dip. So, uh, it ended up working out. So for for anybody who who's listening, who watches Grand Crew, he was he definitely had the energy of the dude with the afro yeah. that night. No man, sometimes you gotta take a step out on love. Like I said, if it worked out, that could be the story of our wedding. Man, I saw you outside the party, and no, it, it, it was a hundred percent hopeless romantic energy. Yeah, I will say that much. <laughs> it didn't work out though, man. But she was fine though. I, I, did y'all see her? She had braids. She was light skin, light skin shorty. I didn't even get to nah. see. Her. Yeah, I didn't see. See, that's how that that adds more to the story. It's just yeah, the, only to, somebody you saw. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to see that. Yeah, yeah, no, she's yeah. I wish, I wish we could have got y'all into the to the Jane on Saturday. I ain't gonna lie, that was a. I felt like I was a, a truth. Yeah, was that a different spot? Yeah, that was the second spot they went to. Oh, okay, okay. Damn. Yeah, supposedly yeah. C's had his shirt off up in that motherfucker. Damn, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so I, so we we left the spot because we was like, we got to find somewhere else to do. Let's see if we can check it out and tell people to come through. We get there. They got two lines. We just get into the one that's like closest to the way that we came up to the building, only to find out that it was VIP. So we were like, yeah. They were like, you got to get another line. We basically were like, can you just let us in? 
And they were just like, all right, cool. Stamped us. This shit was huge. Had an upstairs. We, we Music was fire. Long story short, we get to the end. It got really hot because I guess we was in there for a long time. So I, at first I just took off my crew neck. was still hot. So then I just took off my shirt. I still had a beater on up. <laughs> Yeah. How did they let that shit happen? Yeah, man. Should have kicked that. <laughs> That's what I'm, we said, I'm, man. I would have escorted this nigga out, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I, I kind of, a, I expected somebody to be like, "Hey, bro, you got to put your shirt back on." <laughs> I expected somebody to tap me. It just never happened. We don't allow this type of conduct, Doc. <laughs> Honestly, it just would because sometimes you know you just need a little bit of air for a couple minutes, and you just like you're willing to comply. I would have, mm. I would have complied. I just needed that couple minutes of like air. No, I feel you. I feel you. But overall, man, what y'all giving New York, man? How, how, how y'all y'all fucking with it? I gotta get it. Gotta get it at least a nine out of ten. Yeah, man. No, yeah, no. Yeah, nah, for that trip, that shit was fire. That was a that was a good uh, good couple of days for sure. Yeah, for sure. So um, shout out to Courtney, man, for planning that, man. Friend of the pod, friend of the people. Uh, Courtney and Justin, man, for hosting us, man. That was a that was a great time, man. Shout out to the women of New York. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, man, let's get into these topics, man. It's a lot to talk about this week, so let's let's jump straight into it. Um, what's the big story this week? I think we we can stay in New York, and uh, we didn't have we didn't have to fake having a good time in the city like DJ anyway. Nah. Be faking her. <laughs> oh, this is bad. Like she like she was uh, announced she was faking her orgasms. Uh, what? This why? is this is why when pe- when you cheat, it, people say it's better just to break up. Mm-hmm. Do y'all you, do y'all agree with that? I hey, to be honest, I think I think it's the way to go. Shit, shit, it gets rough. Shit gets rough after that because <laughs> you start doing some clown cluck shit that this nigga doing, uh, and that should be happening because you're trying to get it right. And it's it's hard. I think it depends on what type of nigga you want to be. This this is only from a male's perspective. If you really care about like your family and like want to get to be like fully whole, then you're gonna end up doing stuff like this, where you just overshare and you're basically stuck being a pawn in any type of anything that she wants to do because you're trying to make it up to it. If you don't really care, you're not going to put up with this. I don't know why DJ Envy sat there and then said, I thought I was putting in the work because I heard all the yeah. noises and oohs, eyes, oohs, eyes, only to find out that it was, you are damn near 45 years old. There's no, there's no way that you thought you was drilling it every time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. For, first of all, we got to kind of give a background. There's a couple people that don't know who DJ Envy is, and they, we just talking about nonsense right now to them. Uh, but <laughs> DJ Envy is one of the hosts on Breakfast Club. Uh, I don't know if we ever talked about the cheating scandal that he had a couple years back, but uh, he ended up cheating on his wife, Gia, with Eric Amina. And had a whole episode where he was sad on the radio and trying to apologize to get her back. And I guess he got her back. And now if, they come out with a book. If you ever have it. the time, if you ever have the time to find that clip on YouTube, please, it's worth it's worth listening to. Yeah, it's one of the funniest clips ever. Because he's just in the radio station for like two days, just sick, lying on the floor, like on the air. He's not and, saying and, nothing. And, and the thing, he he got weird because... 
he he was like she was a bird. I didn't have to feed her. She was beneath me. She did, he was doing all the things that he was thought he needed to say to to save his home. Yeah, and he was throwing Charlemagne under the bus, nasty. Yeah, I didn't like that. That was the worst part. <laughs> Don't be like Charlemagne. You can say what you got to say without bringing me in. It. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that. And I would be at the club like Charlemagne, just not. <laughs> he was like, nigga, don't put me in this shit. It's on you. <laughs> but yeah, they ended up dropping a book this week, um, you know, and to promote it, they went on a whole bunch of press runs. And this is when this came up and her, uh, his wife pretty much saying like, look, uh, I would be faking it for years. I don't. And I think that maybe people are taking it out of context to like, she's been faking it the whole, the whole relationship or the whole marriage. And I don't know if she was saying that, but it was a period of time when she was doing that. And I guess like the lesson was to listen to your woman or listen to the body signs or such shit like that. Okay. That's maybe <coughs> that's stupid. What you mean? Like how, one, I, I do understand her faking it, I guess, to some regard. But, like, how did he really think he was, like, killing it every time? That part just confuses me. Because you, you have to know, like, as a, you would think, like, as an, a, like, an adult male with, and this is going to sound weird, with some adults, with some sexual experience, you know that you're not going to have her orgasming most, a majority of the time. No? Yeah, but I think it's the difference between uh, orgasm, uh, making her have an orgasm, and enjoying it. If she says she's faking enjoying it, that's bad. Wait, she's, I thought she just said the orgasm. I thought it was just faking enjoying it. Like, faking oh, see, the, like the yells and shit and the moans. No, I think that was to play up the orgasm. Look at what we I feel like we've said orgasm too many times. Yeah, and this, this, this is a lot of orgasms right here. <laughs> but I guess, I guess, okay, don't, Paul, whoa, what? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, so I guess we can make this a, a bigger conversation. Like, how do you, how do you navigate through that type of instance? Because you, like, it's that's something that's an easy fix, though, right? Is it? It, it should be. So, I well, mean, well, for some the, women, it's very issue? hard to have orgasm for some women. Well, I guess not them having it, but I guess putting them in a position to where they don't have to fake it. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean shit. Yeah, don't like she should be able to be like, yo, I'm not getting this. trash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a weird thing. I mean, shit. okay, so she's faking the orgasm. I, I would have to assume because if she was faking the enjoyment of sex, that's a whole different problem. Yeah. So so let's say she's just faking the orgasm. I feel like that's an easy conversation to have. Yeah. I think that's what it's most about is communication because everybody can make their own self have an orgasm. And if she knows what makes her, you know, excited or, you know, makes her go, I was for like a better word. What are you doing? <laughs> what? What makes her tick? <laughs> what gets her started? Yeah. I feel like she'll be able to tell you that, but you know how male ego is. You don't, you, you feel like you got the master key to everybody. So you're going to, you're going to want to, Hey, I know what I'm doing. I know how to knock it out. <laughs> but, but also it's weird because it's like, they've been just married for so long where, they haven't he hasn't he made it seem like they've just been together forever yeah they've been I mean, together I, since like high school 
Like, should this still be a thing? That he can't make her orgasm? Or she like she she didn't feel like she could tell him what she needed to orgasm opposed to just laying up there faking, hooting and hollering all night. Yeah, that, I don't know. Uh, well, that could be a sensitive subject to some people. I, I'd rather you just tell me. Honestly, because yeah. it's not to me, it's not it's not I, I'm not necessarily going to take it like I'm doing something wrong. Uh, I mean, it's easy to say in conversation with us, but imagine, imagine you going to your girl saying, "Hey, babe, you you're not looking as sexy to me. Okay, that's not you're not thing. as appealing to me." Oh, see, that's <laughs> see that that's Jesus. something completely. Those aren't. That's not the same thing. Yeah, that's attraction thing. That's a. That's, an, it, I mean, no, but attraction no, is part no. of sex. I don't know, ah. but no, but you see, you can be a hundred percent attracted to somebody and. I'm, I'm, I would guess from a woman's perspective, the man, you can be 100% attracted to the man and still not orgasm. Yeah. That's true. That, but that, that I mean, I'm just trying to, to give you an equal. It's saying I'm not that attracted to you right now. And that's what's, that's what's kind of forcing me not to want to have sex as much. Well, I guess to me, that's not the equal because it, her not orgasming just means he needs to be doing something different. Yeah, she needs to lose some weight. That's different. Well, <laughs> And I'm not saying, okay, y'all taking it as like, I'm saying this needs to happen. Like, this is an actual situation. I'm just trying to give you a situation where, where this, why you wouldn't want to tell somebody that because it'll hurt their feelings. But okay, yeah, I, guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you, I think if you phrase it, you, you, it's easier to have that conversation where it doesn't hurt somebody's feelings. That's easy to say, bro. It's because not always I, in that situation. Because yeah, I mean, if, if it's if it's your partner who you really want to be with, unless this person 100% already dreads having sex with you, I would think that they would try to think of a way to tell you as a man how they aren't feeling fully satisfied with the sex that you're having, as well as giving you some of the pointers that they think that you want already are doing well that they enjoy that want they want you to do more of and then try to maybe give you some things that they would want you to do instead to help them so it i guess it's all about listening and, and applying it then yeah i mean but i when when we say stuff like that i just feel like it's way easier said than done it's like it's 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 way easier to say hey it's all about communication but when you're in a situation like that it's always harder to accept stuff coming from somebody you love and that's why when they say stuff that like criticisms of you it hurts worse even if it's like little little minor shit if it's coming from somebody you love it's gonna hurt more man i ain't gonna lie i'd be sick yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, what, what why would you why would you be sick? Cause what the fuck? This is somebody that I'm with and and you've never experienced an orgasm with me? No, well, maybe Bruh. I'm not saying maybe it's no, I don't know. I don't think she said ever. I'm just assuming it's not like a consistent thing. But if you have to fake it, I feel like it's it's consistent. Right? Because it's cool. It's cool for you not to have an orgasm every time. Yeah. But right. I feel like if you're faking it, and it seemed like she was faking it a good amount of times, then I feel like that got consistent. Yeah, but that's a her problem too. Cause she should have said something. I, I don't like you, that. you can't like there's there's no don't don't <laughs> don't uh 
say you don't orgasm consistently, and the first time that I hear it is on this podcast. Oh. Why you're, you're the first time that you're gonna tell me is in this interview, so you didn't feel comfortable enough to tell me in private, but you. Well, I mean, I guess I, I, it seemed like they already had the conversation. Yeah, because he responded and he had like he had some little quirks to say too. Like yeah. I thought I was killing it. I thought I was daddy long legs. Like, like, <laughs> to me, to me he, that's his 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 response. I guess to is something that's like I don't know part of the problem. I guess. Like you shouldn't really, as a man, you really shouldn't feel like you are killing it every time. You should be realistic in that. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, a lot of people want to think they are, but they are not. I mean, it's just, it's just the nature of things, bro. Like you can't, you can't kill it every time. Every performance not gonna be babe. I mean, Barry Bonds. You're exactly. gonna have some fucking uh, trash ass Kenny Lofton. <laughs> Some days you're gonna go you're gonna go one for four, other days you gonna you might go three for four. But yeah. I, I think all of that is just about I don't know. I think the more that you're as a man, the more that we're realistic with ourselves, having those conversations stings way less if you are just under the ex if you think that you're going out there like you're playing baseball. You you can only think that you're going one for four, and that's like good for you. That should be that's a, that's not a bad batting average, yeah, orgasm I mean, rate. I think you, you listen to your partner, man, and, and you know sometimes you gotta open it up, man. Open up the communication, you know. Open up things you're willing to do, um, because sex. I mean, as an act, it's. I mean, it's limited somewhat, but you can make it a better experience just being connected just in general helps you know for both of y'all enjoy it so that's number one y'all have to be connected on the same page outside of that i mean learning what feels good to to each other i mean that that helps and you know you just take it from there man uh i don't think it's like no big rocket science ass thing i think it's just communication you know being connected and you know opening up what you're willing to do so Ladies gotta tell these niggas it's when they not making it whoosh. Has somebody ever like came to y'all and told y'all like, look, I I need you to do this better, or I need y'all to try this to make this a better experience for me? Uh, not necessarily like that. I mean, there have been conversations where it's like, oh, I like when you do X Y Z, and if you can, you do more of that or. Oh, I want, I mean, I think it's kind of you, when you have those conversations, like, what do you want to try with, with like those kind of basics, it kind of comes up, but it's never been like, uh, damn, this sucks. Or I'm faking it. You gotta, you gotta switch it up. Oh, no, but, I don't think they ever come to you like that, but I have no. had somebody say, Hey, I, I won't want you to do this like that. But, uh, you know, rather than like what you're doing. Yeah. And I think that those are the type of conversations that, are important one i don't again i don't think that's gonna like ruin that did that ruin your ego did you feel like no no i actually remember it because it's like the first time somebody ever said that and i was like oh damn okay and then you know it made it more enjoyable and i feel like we were more connected after that yeah and i feel like that's how at least for me i feel like that's how it should be it it should it really should be that simple because like you kind of saying if this kind of somebody who you're i mean you actually fuck with Mm-hmm. Um, you should want to at least try to figure out what it is that they are enjoying to get them going. 
Yeah. And if they're getting suggestions, that means they really fuck with you. Yeah, right. Because if they wanted to, they could just go find some new dick. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So it's like I'm, they trying to give you a chance to to get it together. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think one of the bigger lessons is don't cheat and don't stay with your girl after you cheat because you don't have to do shit like this. Like, Ooh. I mean, all this shit come out. <laughs> they on there talking about Tyrese came over their house and performed stay to save their marriage. Uh, sh- like her friend Rashid, I guess hated envy, <laughs> but he came over and like. That's how she knew that she needed to stay with Envy because if he could get over his hate for Envy and try to come help them work it out, then God Man, must want them to be together. Get that bullshit. And, <laughs> nah. that's, and that's that shit I don't like. Nah. Hell fucking no. Nah. Also, don't, don't forget she said uh, God gave her mom uh, amnesia. Not at least oh, dementia. <laughs> it's dementia. That's even yeah, God, God gave her mom dementia so she could stay with him and try to make it work. Yeah, she phrased that terribly. But let's get Donna's let's get Donna's response from what's name before we touch on that. No, no, no. I just don't like that. I don't like that fucking friend shit. I don't give a fuck about Rasheed. That nigga hate me for life. <laughs> don't ever make a decision off what that motherfucker talking about, man. And that's yeah. that, man. And that's that shit that was kind of pissing me off. Uh, I don't want to change topics too too fast, but like the ultimatum when it was mm-hmm. like. When he was meeting the friends and meeting the family, like, man, I do not give a fuck right now. Are you serious? <laughs> like, this is nuts to me. What what are we doing? You like, I, I don't know. When it comes to that, I, it's probably something that I probably gotta it comes with age. Maybe I'll get better with that, but I don't give a fuck what your friends think. And you better not go off what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. If you're going off they shit, hey, I, I, man, fuck it then. Honestly, yeah. I I do understand what you're saying because I think I think now as we get older, we kind of know who we are, and there's no reason to be like performative in in like who you are, mm-hmm. especially when you are meeting like friends or family. Like I I don't have to like I'm not quite going to blazer to meet your dad. Like if if this nigga don't like me, this nigga just don't like me. Like I'm too old to be trying to like, uh, I guess in a in a sense, beg for someone's approval when they don't have a reason to not fuck with me. Mm-hmm. And that's just the kind of energy I move with. Like I don't want to be in a situation where you, it's initially like tension, and it's like for what? Because yes. you know it's only going to get worse when some shit actually happens, and it's like I'm not, I don't, I don't have time for this. So, do you like, not make yourself more respectful around like their parents, like especially me and their dad? Like you should give them a firm handshake and like call them certain shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> sir, yeah, yes, probably sir. not. I'm not probably not saying sir. I mean, I don't, I don't get more respectful. I think that's, I think I'm respectful enough. You know, you know how to be respectful to parents or elders. Mm-hmm. You gonna you gonna meet greet every elder with the same type of respect, so that's 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 how I'm moving. Now, if you want to come up being uh, tense and defensive, and you want to be like, oh, I'm I'm the daddy, I'm, and you got your guard on, then we're gonna have problems. Mm-hmm. Same can yeah. go for friends. Same can go yeah. for friends. When it comes to family, when it comes to friends, I'm gonna just treat you how I want to be treated. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you respect, but if you gonna end up being pissed at me because of some shit that she said, of course, like, you hearing her side. Like, you not even getting my side. So, of course, when something goes down, you hearing her version, 
and what she believes, and then you hating me off that? But nah, man, get that bullshit. I don't care what you think at that point. You biased, and that's fine. That's your friend. You're going to be biased towards your friend, but that shouldn't affect our relationship because they ain't going to fuck with me regardless. If this relationship ends, I'm not talking to them ever again. Mm. So why should they be included in our shit? It should it shouldn't be there. Because they're gonna be around. And I'm not I'm not I'm not saying you're not right, but they're gonna be around. Mm-hmm. And so for y'all to have a, a successful relationship, y'all have to be somewhat on the same page. You well, can't hate her friends and vice versa. No, no, I, I, I can feel indifferent. I can be yeah. indifferent. I can you know, I, I can uh, have hate, no feelings. Yeah, hate. I think hate is the word. Can you coexist in hate? Probably not. Can you just choose to not actively engage unless you really have to? Sure. I think you can find a way to like just exist without being overly inserted or involved in what's ever going on. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, I, I I see what y'all saying. Like, of course, like, yeah, these are your friends. They're going to take up for you regardless whether you're in the right or the wrong. Um, it, it would be preferable that you have a friend that's able to see it from both sides and that one that's able to give you, like, rational, uh, like, advice and things like that. But sometimes that don't happen. Sometimes you it, we have this code where you're supposed to roll with me regardless and people are not brave enough to be like, look, bro, you know I fuck with you, but you in the wrong in this situation. I also feel like women have a different code. What do you mean? Like, it, from experiences, when women, ha- when some of them have differences with, uh, damn, excuse me, um, they have differences with other people, you're supposed to carry on that same beef. And if you aren't able to carry on that same beef, that also can create problems. Yeah. And that's that's when life gets tricky. Yeah. I I, I think that's just a person code. Like we we do that with family, we do that with friends. I just feel like we take loyalty. Our definition everybody's definition of loyalty is different. For me, I feel like if I fuck with you, I'd rather tell you, like, look, this is what they might be thinking. Like you, of course, no matter what you choose to do, I'm a roll with you. And that's different from me agreeing with everything you say or do. Like, unless you do some super foul shit where I, I have to distance myself from you. Like, you know, of course, like physical or uh, uh, verbal abuse or some shit. I'm a roll with you. I'm a, you know, you know, you were my friend first or you were whoever first. But before it gets to that point, I'm going to tell you what I think of what you should be doing or if you want the right or the wrong. I also just feel like it's easier. It's always easier and best to just don't be involved if you don't have to be. Just stay yeah. out of everything. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't know <laughs> this whole DJ. I don't want him me to have to ever roll across DJ Envy and he give me the Jesus and Mero. He he hit us with the uh, <laughs> the dickhead and pussy treatment. <laughs> <laughs> we promoting the pile. <laughs> the sneak attack us. So I don't got no jokes for them. I'm just saying, hey man. Sometimes this is a situation where it looks like it's just best to break up if you ever cheat because he looked like he just going along with what the fuck ever, bro. Yeah, I mean, and he got hella kids with her. He got like what five or six at this point. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like, come on, it's better for him to <clears throat> kind of bite that bullet and stay uh, at this point. 
Yeah, she got so, him look. Well, I ain't gonna say she got him looking crazy, but he's looking crazy right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Crazy. Uh, ASAP Rocky was arrested, man. Um, allegedly uh, shot at somebody and shot and grazed their hand. Uh, I don't even know, bro. This this is not looking good. Well, they said this happened November of 2021, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of I'm assuming he's been to L.A. since then, but I guess they just decided to get him. I wish I would have seen what that tarmac looked like, because, you know, they probably like bring the brought in. Well, no, they brought started. They, they rested it at home. Um, did, what, what did his neighbor say? They made it seem like they were trying to catch like uh, El Chapo or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, they raided his home and shit. So I don't know, man. This is he beat the uh, cheating allegations, but then lost the <laughs> the handgun allegations. Damn. Um, this nigga about to fumble Rihanna, but they was out. They got photos uh, photoed out the other day, so it seemed like they are at least okay. Uh, it's been rumors that Rihanna canceled her baby shower um because of this like this whole ordeal so i don't know bro if i'm with rihanna i'm chilling on all the gangster shit bro what are you what are we doing i don't know that shit makes no sense you should not be shooting at nobody you shouldn't have a gun man you have money yeah you good you got people for that you got security with you you got you got all that i'm i'm not uh, i don't know these niggas different and sometimes when you say they have people for that it's well, I mean, do why, what is that like? Why are you in, still in those situations? Yeah, you, I, I, you shouldn't even be in a situation where it has to get to this point. I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of a conflict that what, what would happen. This nigga said, "I'm, I'm the jiggiest motherfucker." <laughs> like, what the fuck happened, bro? <laughs> I'm a motherfucker, motherfucker in Harlem. <laughs> like, what the, what was the conflict? Cause they not in the streets. It's not no real street shit happening. I don't know, bro. But uh, his homeboy kind of snitched on him by pointing out a snitch, and I'm like, "Hey, you kind of made it worse than than Buddy did." Oh, I saw. What did what did, what did he uh, do or say exactly? I saw that, but I wasn't quite sure. Yeah. Oh, so you I, just said when he pointed out that he snitched. Yeah, so ASAP Bari uh, pointed out on Instagram, um, he tagged uh, another member of ASAP who I never heard of, but ASAP Relly. Um, he he was like, "Hey, this this is a guy that snitched on Rocky, little snitch ass and shit like that." And then tag Buddy. Buddy's profile is not private, but pointing out that this nigga snitched is pretty much saying that hey, these this might be true. So. Hey man, prayer, uh, prayers to Rocky, man, to Rihanna. Hopefully, this all settles um, in their favor. Yeah, or, you you never want this type of shit happening, man. It's that stress when you're trying to, you know, she and her uh, last months of carrying, I believe, so mm-hmm. or her last trimester rather. Um, so can do. Well, no, she probably does like like care about him, so she might be a little stressed. No, she's stressed. She's stressed. Cause I, what does does she need to stress? Like, what does Rihanna stress about? I just wonder. I mean, her baby daddy going to jail. Yeah, that's that's up there on the list. <laughs> that's, 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 that's big, dude. I just, I just be wondering when you got like bread. Like, what do you think? 
Like she's not one of those people that's like super affectionate in public and shit like that. So I'm sure if she puts like her affection in somebody and they fuck up like this, it, it's pretty stressful. Like if my BM shot at somebody and like had to go to jail, but I had her cup of like bread, would I? Would I be down bad? Are you plan? Are you planning on cheating? What? Are you planning on cheating? You know you heard me. I don't, I, like, I, don't know <laughs> I guess I don't know what you mean. Like what I what, what I what I plan on cheating? Like when she's locked up? Yes. Oh no, we just break up. So of course you're not stressed. What are you stressed over? Yeah, no, exactly. you you know you would still be stressed because that's still your she's having your child. If you yeah, I know. Oh, I mean. this is like a Tupac situation where she's about to have him in prison and shit. <laughs> uh no, let's let's say she can have the baby and then go to prison. That's still a, you're still stressing over that because you don't want to. You would want your child's mother to be around to to help raise the child. You don't want to raise much, the child by yourself. Okay, That's well, true. But, no, but think about if you had Rihanna money. You, it's still it's still a thing. It's still it's still some things you want to experience with another person. You don't want to have the sole responsibility, even if you got the money to hire nannies and all that. It's still a lot of things that go in with raising a kid and a lot if, of decisions you got to make. If my baby mama go to prison for blick, blicking up, I don't want her around my child. <laughs> and that's where it gets crazy. Because, all right, say you really fuck with her. Say you in love with this girl. And you not even, this just is like coming from left field. What happened? Yeah. Honestly, if this comes out of left field, that's even more alarming to me. That it gets, it gets tricky. Because then you're like, fuck. I don't even know this shit. For real. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a separate question. Um, could you? What's well, coming? <laughs> could you? Could you date a, like a a real hip hop chick who's like trying to aspire to be a rapper? A real, real hip hop chick. chick. Hell, come on, come on, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Like a Baps? Uh, like she was like she was like trying to get started in the rap game because I, I don't I don't know what it was. I was thinking about like all the women who like. Support or stand by dudes who are like trying to make it in the game, and I was wondering would dudes like do the same thing? It depends on what type of rap she's doing. If she's doing like Dream Doll rap, I'd be like, all right, go ahead, do your little hobby. <laughs> <laughs> but if she's doing like fucking Baps from making a band type shit, I'd be like, this is too grimy. I, I gotta distance myself. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know if I could do either, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> like which which. Would you give her your tax return to like help her with studio time? Uh, see, that, uh, this is ooh, this is a good question though, because you you just opened it up to a whole different scenario. Because because now you're talking about supporting someone. <laughs> yeah, can y'all do that? Support a, a a rapper? Fuck no. What I look like? Hell <laughs> <laughs> <Nailed> no. <up. laughs> It's like no, it's like it's like you gotta look at it like you're investing in a startup. Nah, man, she better start up fucking. <laughs> she better fucking start up. Uh, what's that job? Indeed or some shit? Start up the computer and get on Indeed. Nah, what does she? What, what does she has a job? But it's not like the greatest job because she just wants more time to like rap. Oh. Duh, I'm not dating no rapper. Let's just get yeah. that. Let's yeah, get I'm that understood. I'm not dating no rapper, bro. I'm not doing that. I ain't doing that. <laughs> that seemed like a life of hell, bro. 
Yeah. So y'all gonna end, and and that's when it's really gonna get bad. <laughs> Start dissing you and shit. Yeah. Dissing niggas in the music videos. No, if, in your worst case scenario, that's when she blow up. <laughs> Man, she uh, getting niggas to play me in the music. She getting Jordan Peele and shit to play me in the music video. Jordan. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> this is what they think of me. Huh? <laughs> no, that shit, that shit. The dream and shit. <laughs> Because if you if you date a rapper, it's like worst case scenario, period. Worst case scenario, she blows up and then shit, she just leaves your ass. The other worst case, she doesn't blow up and y'all just broke. You're just continuing to support it. Yeah. It's no it's no uh, silver lining with that. I'm good. Yeah, I, I'm not mad when women say they don't want to date rappers. That's that's one that I'm like, all right, I understand. Yeah, My. it's a lot. It's a lot of rappers out there we've never heard of. Yeah, a lot. A lot. <laughs> Everyone's tried to rap. Everyone yeah. has. That's, yeah, that's fact. So that's why when you make it, hey, do your thing. Live how you want to live and, you know, ball out. Because it's not a lot of people that can make it and do it. It's a whole bunch of people that want to make it, but not a lot do. But, so, man, nah, not couldn't, couldn't be me. Um, we were just talking about ASAP Rocky going to jail. Now we need to transition to somebody who needs to be in jail. Trey Songs, man. Uh, we talked about him last week. Uh, and ironically, the day after we dropped, this video came out with him. Uh, let I don't even want to say allegedly. It's a fucking video of this happening. Uh, but I will say allegedly just for legal reasons. Um, pulling a girl's bra down and saying titties in the open. Yeah, what's wrong with this nigga, man? Uh, and this video was from 2013 ish. I know it's older. Not yeah. excuse me, just wanted to put a date on it. Um, yeah, I don't know. This this situation just continues to get worse. This video may. Trey song to me made Trey songs go from creep to pervert. What's the difference? A creep is like one of those who I don't know. He uh, it's a little weird. Handsy. Yeah, perverts are like this nigga is sick in the mind. Yeah, you you mm. really hide kids from perverts. You don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's and again none of this really makes and i don't it, we shouldn't correlate it like this but i know we usually do and so does society but it doesn't make sense because of who trey songs was perceived to be and perceived mm-hmm. to be loved by for shit from the time he came out as an artist to maybe two years ago like he was he was running around mr steal your girl Women were loving him. They they all wanted to be a part of him or be with him. And you just kind of look at it like, why would you even like, is it some sense of entitlement that came along with it that kind of created this monster? Like, what is it that led us down this path? Yeah, that's that's what I think that is. It's just he just got entitled after a while. Man, we should have known when that nigga was. When that nigga tweeted, I need to uh, knock the head off the stallion for the culture, nigga should have pulled up on that nigga for that. Yeah. When he was talking about that, that's a little wild. That don't even, 
when niggas get on that weird uh, phrasing type shit, <laughs> we gotta start looking into them. Yeah. <laughs> that shit sound like he's trying to get an achievement of RuneScape or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> niggas should have checked that nigga for that bullshit. He's, yeah, he, ah, they gotta do something about him. Jail, bro. Quick. That's what they, we gotta do. And that nigga oh, needs to be in jail. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't, does it feel disappointing? I'm very disappointed. Like, I mean, I've been very vocal on Trey Songz being one of my favorite artists of that generation. I mean, the music is very good. But at this point, we didn't have so many examples of this nigga being nasty, some alleged, some we seen on video like this one, that I'm just like, bro, I, I can't even listen to it the same now. He's on that level, damn near with R. Kelly, where I can't even listen to the music the same no more. And uh, when I, I had this conversation a couple months ago, somebody said who was at, who was oddly an avid R. Kelly supporter was asking who's going to be harder to for me to personally not listen to. Was it R. Kelly or Trey Songs? And at that moment, I said Trey Songs. Like I, his peak was occurring as, as I guess at some of the more uh, influential times of our life. Mm-hmm. And some of that music was, I don't want to call it, call it the soundtrack, but it, a lot of it played during that time frame. So to now have to just be like, this doesn't exist and not do it for musical reasons, it's just nasty. It feels nasty. Yeah, just can't wait. It's, it's totally different now. Shit, all that shit scratching like, me up. Like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, all them shits is out of here, man. Like I, <laughs> like I can't help but wait. It's crazy because he's the one who should have been attacked. Yes, man. <laughs> yeah, just, man. Yeah, get him out of here. Yeah, I, I I can't do it with Trey Songz no more, man. Pause. I I can't I can't you know support yeah. that nigga no more, man. It's so it's it's so it's so disappointing. Yeah. Uh. We also got a Meg Thee Stallion interview. Uh, y'all know how I feel about this situation. I kind of just want to go away, but this was a big interview that dropped uh, with Gail King. Uh, some wait, what? Meg, what? Meg Thee Stallion talked to Gail King. Yeah, you didn't see the interview. Nah. Yeah, she spoke about the Tory situation. Dropped a little bit more explicit details. Uh, some of the things that came out was that. Uh, Tori offered her a meal not to tell the police. She kind of went over what happened that night. I guess she wanted to leave before them. In her, in her words, she wanted to leave before them. And they got into an argument. Uh, I guess she got out the car or whatever. And she she said that Tori said, dance, bitch, and started shooting at her feet. And then the police came. I guess neighbors caught the uh, police police came and she didn't want them to shoot Tori, her or her friend. So she pretty much said, uh, when they asked her what happened, they, she told them that she stepped in glass so they wouldn't, you know, start busting it. Niggas. Um, outside of that, we got text messages from the best friend saying to the security guard of Meg saying help Tori shot Meg. And then she also says Tori offered her, her meal not to tell the police. Uh, any thoughts on this one? Let's see this. Uh, I, I, we got to see this play out. 
uh, in court, man. It's been a very long time. And I'm kind of sick of the back and forth and hearing both sides. At this point, I just want, even though we can't really trust the judicial system, at mm-hmm. this point, we just got to see how this plays out. Uh, okay. I don't even want to make a comment on what what that is um, from either side of them. So we just going to have to see. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I didn't I didn't know any of this happened. Um, this happened today. It, it doesn't <coughs> Part of it happened yesterday. A little bit happened today. The full thing was released today. But got you. Okay. Um. Yeah. I think at this point, I, I'm I'm trying to be sensitive here when I say this. I kind of just want this all to be over in full. I think we've gotten too many or too much of this piece by piece. Um. Mm-hmm. And all this has done is left this kind of door open for the past year and a half, two years. We just kind of get to, I would like us to get to a, a resolution. I would like to to have all the stack facts clearly stated and out there on the table. And if he did this, let him get, let him get sentenced and face whatever consequences has to, has to occur and, and kind of go from there. I, I kind of just want this to, to be removed from the court of public opinion. And if it is going to be handled, you know, through the judicial process, let it let it be done there without kind of everybody chiming in, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I think the the most damning evidence is the the text messages that CBS, I guess, acquired from Kelsey's phone or the, her friend's phone. Um, outside of that, you know, I mean, what can you do but like wait it out? Um, I think the only issue I have with because waited out is the proper answer to at least to me. Uh, that's my opinion. But um, my only problem is with people that are like viscerally going against Meg, and it's just like you, you kind of see the people that are doing it, like Sam Sneak and Buddy from Love and Hip Hop. I forget Buddy's name. And you say, do you really want to be aligned with those type of people? Because uh, normally when people, it's a certain group of people that have an opinion. And I look at the people that have that opinion, you start to think like, yeah, I don't want to be aligned with this, these type of people. <laughs> so I don't know. We're we going to let it play. I kind of wanted to the story to die, too. But I thought it was an interesting interview. Um, I uh, She one of the things that I kind of questioned, Gail asked her if she had a sexual relationship with Tori. Um, she said she didn't. But. I don't know. I, I I mean, is that important? No, it's not. And I, I don't I don't understand why it was asked. I guess to see the dynamic of why he would do this or if it makes it something outside of something other than maybe liquor that played a potential factor in what occurred. Yeah, because I mean, the initial story was it was like some jealousy type shit. And she was fighting Tori because uh, he was trying to get on Kylie or some shit. That was like the initial story. So I guess that kind of clears up that. But I don't know what to make of that either, because that's what my impression of the situation was. So, like, I think this is more of like, hey, we need to have some things get cleared up in court. And it's going to be impossible to get the full story because it could be tidbits of line from each side. And, you know, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, I'm ready for this to be done. We just we just gotta let hopefully they hopefully they 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 bring this to a conclusion sooner than later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh 
what else is happening? Um, Mike Tyson punched a guy on the plane. Yeah, lucky that nigga didn't die, bro. (laughs) (laughs) What 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 do you have to do? How annoying do you have to be to get punched by Mike Tyson on a plane repeatedly? (laughs) That nigga took some blows, bro. And I don't even think he was getting clean licks off. Nah, he was kind of like you know, kind of feeding punches, like where you kind of hold him back a little bit. He was kind of doing those. Um, that's, that's what it looked like, but, um, I don't know. Cause this dude like pulled the gun on him the other day, didn't he? And he like hugged him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mike, I don't know what's going on with Mike, man. It seems like everywhere he go, he getting into some shit. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Also, the plane is the worst place to get hounded by a drunk person. I would imagine, especially as a celebrity. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a federal there. offense if you do anything. You 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 have nowhere to go. They're going where you're going anyway. How did, I can't get away from you. Yeah, I'm glad he didn't get arrested or anything like that, man. I mean, pretty much as a the wrap up. And um, buddy, it seemed like he was mad annoying. Like it was clips missing from that video, but the dude seemed like he was mad annoying. The way that he would pout, started pouting after he got punched in his temple. Let me know that he <laughs> he more than likely was insanely drunk. That nigga was looking sad as shit. <laughs> like you, like, like this, this, this man would really look like he was mad that his idol just like basically put hands Humbled on him, him. <laughs> and all he wanted to do was like be friends. <laughs> oh man, I'm never talk. Could you imagine having you got to be really drunk to? Think you could just continually talk to Mike Tyson on the plane, <laughs> and yeah. shit gonna happen to you, bro. Oh, white. <laughs> That'll do it. Because <laughs> honestly, when being on the plane, you don't really want to talk to people. I, well, I know some people get on planes and they like to be friendly and talk to the people they're sitting with and figure out that they're CEOs of random companies and swap stories. I'm not one of those persons. Leave me alone while I sit in this uncomfortable seat for three hours. Yeah, nah, I'm so, not trying to talk to you, man. Is there any is there any celebrity y'all would potentially over uh, over overly communicate with on the plane oh. if you saw them? If you oh. saw them and you were drunk, uh, <laughs> it's a few. Legally, <laughs> legally, what are we talking? <laughs> oh, okay, it is. <laughs> I don't. Hmm. Janae Aiko. Jordan Woods is up there. I'll talk to her a little bit. See what's see what's I just, I just got questions. You'll be like, uh, what's what was Cat's uh, <laughs> stat line last game? <laughs> what, what's Damn. happening? Drea just be like, hey man, your cooking is actually kind of high. Don't listen to what they talk about. <laughs> uh but other than that, like niggas, no. Maybe Ray J. I love to talk to Ray J about some shit. <sighs> Oh yeah, yeah. that that actually be a funny conversation. Yeah, that, I yeah. feel like that would be dope. I don't even know my my biggest thing is I don't know what the how do you continue a conversation without looking nutty? Because I think you can sit down and be like, oh shit, yo yo Ray, big fan man, I fuck with all for all the mixtapes, man, snakes in the grass, my shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> R.P. Kessler. 
I'm assuming he he'd be like, yo, appreciate it. He'll 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 engage in some small capacity. But at some point, he's gonna turn her back around or look forward and want to go on about his trip. The yeah. follow-up question is usually where things like feel awkward. Yeah, man. So uh <laughs> and that's why I feel like Ray J's the one celebrity that if there was one that would continue a conversation, if you keep asking him some shit, it would be that nigga. Like other people, nah. I'm 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 a chill. Ray J seems like the type of nigga he'll he'll have a thirty minute conversation with you if he's drunk enough. Yeah, but he got to be in his zone. Yeah, uh, Mike Tyson does not seem like that person. Uh, no, as much as I he's love scared. Mike, man, he's scared. I ain't yeah. doing that. I would I would try to talk to Tanisha on the plane. Hell no. Hell, I'll talk to Tanisha. What's she gonna say? What is? What do you even say? I love two one. After that, that's it. <laughs> two one was amazing. You know, she was like five years ago. Nah, I'm probably, you know what? You should do it again. No, honestly, I would have to. I would have to uh, say something about all hands on deck. Mm. I'd be like, man, man, this this flight is busy. Uh, Hope they got all hands on deck. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's nasty. That's it. <laughs> no, she had so, that. You you got to do something to let her know you're doing a discography a little bit. That's that's disgusting. Oh, Shout out to Tanache, man. Hope they take out the her... trash. <laughs> Did y'all ever watch her IG show? No, it wasn't IG. It was some. I think it was IG. What do you mean IG show? It was a show where it was like she had people dancing in cages and she was like a judge. What? (laughs) You didn't see that? It was like cage dance or some shit. Cage dance? Man, get the fuck out of here. And she would judge, like they were dancing cages and she would judge the routine. (laughs) Man, this sounds (laughs) dumb as fuck, bro. Why would you watch it? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense because I think in a way, wouldn't that imply that everybody she had on Instagram had a cage at their house? No, it was oh, I mean, it was Choreo Cage Fight. That was the name of it. It was... It was <laughs> <duh>. <laughs> this sounds it was, awful. It was a dancing cage fight. It was on Facebook. But, but, she would, <laughs> but she would post it on IG and I would, I'd be looking like, hey, this is pretty bad. <laughs> She's bad out here, man. She needs to get something to pop. I'll probably talk to her about that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that'll be a <laughs> interesting convo, man. I don't know what that's about. Uh, but yeah, what? Any other thoughts on that mic thing before we move on? No, man. That's I, I. I think they said Mike Tyson offered him shrooms as well. I guess to try to get him to chill out. I let you. Oh, I, I think I thought that's what I saw in one of the videos. So to get beat up and punched in the head off shrooms is insane. Yeah, I hope that I hope he man. I hope he skate on this one, man. I hope he don't get arrested or nothing for this, man. That's, uh, and I hope he start flying private because he see dickheads like this gonna keep fucking with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, what else do we got? Um, Elon Musk is trying to buy Twitter for forty three billion dollars. He bought well, he it. bought it actually. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, for forty uh forty four billion dollars, man. Um, his goal is pretty much to make it free speech like a thing on Twitter. So I guess all the people that got suspended for saying like nigger and shit like that, he's going to bring back. And that's like one of his principles that he wants to establish going forward. And uh, he's taking it private. 
I don't know how that's going to work. But, I mean, outside of that, I think people kind of overreacting to it. I, I feel the same. I don't think Twitter's going to change that much. Twitter no. is all, it's already a space to spread misinformation. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, it's not going to change. It's going to be the exact same thing. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, as as far as like taking it private, that's going to be, uh, eh, it, it is what it is. It's going to be interesting to see what type of changes he, he brings forward, but I don't see it changing that much. Yeah, I mean, if if you are like a MAGA nut job and you, like you gonna get your information from where you gonna want to get it from, it's either gonna be Facebook, YouTube, mm-hmm. Twitter. It, it's not like it's gonna be like an influx of like MAGA supporters just on Twitter now. <laughs> Like they already yeah. on there. <laughs> like, um, I guess but, my thing yeah. is like, who's this? Wouldn't shouldn't change anything from like the reputable publications. So I guess it's like we're not. Should this increase? Like I guess the false information that ends up on the internet. You said wouldn't this? Would this increase it? I, I guess I'm asking, would it? Or would I think it just so. like increase the the? Because you think the people who got suspended are like taking time to like build blogs that people would believe in well i think that like um i think a prime example is trump once trump got kicked off twitter we i damn near haven't heard from that nigga since like what two years ago i want to say so it i mean filtering them out is is a good thing but i mean letting them stay on it's just an exercise to for people to start filtering them out, like blocking and filtering these people out themselves. Like I'm going to mute niggas if they come on talking BS. Cause mm-hmm. I just don't have time for it. Or I I just don't see it because I don't spend my time trolling, looking for that type of information. I just figure like those loony bins, uh, listen to and follow whatever they want to listen to. It's man, this is going to be the one thing that's going to be interesting is if he starts messing with the algorithm mm-hmm. of what people see. That's going to if, if he does something like that, because right now all of our algorithms, they, they tailor to us and what you believe in. If you believe a certain way, you're going to see more of that. You're not going to see more of the other side. If he makes it. And it, it probably wouldn't make sense for him to do it because to tailor that algorithm to us is how you get people to stay on. But if he like kind of changes that up a little bit, it could get interesting. I don't see that happening. Though. And it's also just kind of I don't know. I can see overall how it's it's big picture. It's bad. I guess just for myself, looking at it small time, I'm like I don't know if this will affect me much because you control who you follow. And I don't I don't follow any white people unless they're reporting sports anyway. <laughs> so I don't necessarily expect to see like a whole bunch of hate just like start flooding down my timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess I don't know how it would occur for other people either, but I'm, I'm willing to see what happens. Well, one thing I, I do think is going to happen is that um, if we we take a look outside Twitter it will affect that a lot more than it's going to affect our Twitter experience. I think that if you look at like the type of misinformation that was happening, especially around the election, like, uh, like the more previous election, 
uh, that we had recently, um, you start to see those movements start to take form because of the misinformation going on. Like the QAnon type shit. Like that's a recent type of campaign or whatever you want to call it. And that just started getting traction because people start spreading lies and rumors and all different types of stuff on Twitter and Facebook and Google and and YouTube and shit like that. And it took hold. We have a QAnon, like what is it, senator or a representative in the uh, House right now, in Congress right now. And that's fairly recent, just popping up. Like, them niggas believe, like, JFK is coming back. JFK Jr. is coming back and shit like that. Like, they believe some, like, whacked out type shit. So, I think that that could be a consequence from him, like, just releasing all these, like, barriers from, like, these crazy people getting online. But that's to be, you know, to be seen. Yeah. We'll see. It's, I wish I had had the ability to just buy whatever the fuck I want when I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, he pretty much put them niggas in a position like, you're not going to get a better deal than this. You have to accept it. Even if you don't like me, you have to take this money. And honestly, this, I don't, I don't, is there anything that you believe in enough to pass up on $44 billion on? No. <laughs> No, <laughs> absolutely not. Them niggas wasn't profitable anyways. They wasn't like this shit was already a mess. So this is he's bailing them out. Outside of saying, "Hey, I want to put all black people back in slavery," I don't know a lot of shit that I and even then I just like oh, me. Uh, <laughs> I, I said, "Would I be included?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry about it, y'all. It's just gonna be temporary. But I'm gonna take it Listen, they're gonna bring us. They're gonna bring us some great. I'm gonna invest know? in my community. <laughs> I'm gonna get some roofs for the uh, cotton fields, so y'all won't be as hot. <laughs> some roofs for fans. <laughs> we will overcome again. Okay, we did it once before. We can do it a second time. We did it once. <laughs> That's some sick shit. But I would. For them billions, fuck out of here. Um, you would I'm not sorry. sell to us if I get to slavery. Hey man, forty-four billion is a long, is a lot of money, and I ain't living that long. <laughs> Y'all can put my shit in the history books. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I already fell part of my life out. Oh shit, man. Oh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It seems like this country is headed just in a bad direction, bro. It's like every day is some bad news, like between inflation. Motherfuckers just doing like some evil genius type shit. Like at Ron DeSantis <laughs> fucking up Disneyland or is it Disney World or Disneyland in Florida? I don't even know. That's remember. Disney World. Yeah, yeah Disney World. Disney World. They got now, protesters ruining the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, what is he doing to them chickens? Because they are committed, dog. <laughs> is he sexually assaulting chickens or some shit? <laughs> Wait, what is that about? Because I still don't know what the protesters is, what their issue is. The owner owns a chicken farm. Like, that's how he got his money, is chicken farming. And, like, of course, selling it for meat, but he he's like a chicken farmer. So these are, uh, like, PETA people? Yeah. Oh, damn. And, and being able to own own a basketball team off chickens is crazy. Yeah, that shit kind of fly. Yeah. I, I salute that. 
So that's all he doing. He ain't doing no racist shit. It's about chickens. It's about chickens, my nigga. If they interrupt one more basketball game, <laughs> bullshit out of here. Oh no, dog. If I was the owner, I'd be petty, man. Just give out free chicken dinners to everybody. And shit. First fifty points and shit. Niggas get a eight piece from KFC. <laughs> Just, I go crazy. <laughs> man, I, see, I thought it was some real shit going on. Nah, it's it. some chicken shit, man. Uh, shout out to that uh <laughs> to that security guard who Oh yeah, he was on our ass. I don't I don't know how I think they already had tapped her for being like a a, a protester or something. I don't know how, but he was on her ass as soon as she stepped on the court. And they said her plan was to dress up like a referee and get onto the court. Oh, oh, that's how, hilarious. How <laughs> I don't understand how she thought that was gonna work. Like they wouldn't like notice like who the fuck is this extra ref on the court? It's about three women refs in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> they are all known. <laughs> right, man, get her ass out of here quick as fuck. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Who the hell? Like, like, hey, who she to like I, I just, I didn't get it. Like, she would have had to at least call a charge or something. Hold on. Because this woman, hold on. I'm, I'm going to drop this. Hit. Yo, I ain't going to lie. This woman is a sick woman if, for the way that she uh, constructed this outfit. This, this. This was, and my thing was somebody, she told this plan to somebody and they thought it was a good idea. Oh, no. What? <laughs> what is oh, this? That is nasty. <laughs> Do refs even dress like this? <laughs> it's like the 94th uh, outfit. <laughs> <laughs> you got the retro. It's the retro outfit. <laughs> Yeah, this shit is disgusting. No, no, this is funny. This is fucking hilarious. She got the throwback Scott Fosters from the, the official ref uh, site. Nigga, <laughs> that Nike sports is fucking disgusting. That's how they were on her ass. Because she was dressed like fucking <laughs> Phil Donahue. <laughs> oh, oh, man. No, this is so got tape on it. No, it was, it's, it's, it's a terrible, it's a, it's a truly flawed idea. I'm glad yeah. that it didn't come close to being executed, probably. Oh, yeah. that's some shit. <laughs> These motherfuckers got to chill, bro. Um, yeah, speaking of NBA, man, uh, Jerry was... Uh, I, everybody's caught up on winning time, right? I, I didn't watch the last one. No, the last yeah. one was pretty good. It's, so, I mean, but so far, have y'all have y'all enjoyed the show? Yeah. Um... It has its moments. I think sometimes it gets a little slow, but it's pretty decent. I didn't understand. I did read an article that said uh, that road trip never happened. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff that's uh, played up and dramatic. Like, I don't even think Pat Riley was assistant coach. Well, no, I don't think he was the the announcer. He was just like an assistant coach for a, a while. And uh, apparently they said uh, that Phil in West Westhead was... Like he was actually good, yeah. Like they were really, really good for a really long time, and I think I don't know they could have captured that, but Jerry West, my bad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Jerry West. Um, he ended up asking for a retraction and apology from the the show creators because he didn't like the way he was portrayed in here. And I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like they should. Like, would y'all apologize to him if he felt disrespected? <laughs> 
Because all the NBA uh, not, uh, analysts and shit like that were saying, yeah, they they probably owe him an apology. Like Skip and Shannon both said, yeah, they can't watch it and they owe him an apology. And I'm like, it's art. Mm. Like I, I don't. I, I mean, don't think it could be that big of a deal. It's it's art if when it's somebody else. But now you got me just looking like this drunk loser. <laughs> I, I would feel something. I would kind of. I mean, what's an apology gonna do? I'm sorry to, that we made you look like a loser. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think apology doing anything really. Maybe I mean, but him. making him look like a loser, how? Like he lost eight eight out of nine finals. Like that's on you. Yeah, I mean, losing a game is different than making me look like a loser in life. Like he just he looked very unhinged. And like a heavy drunk, which I, I can understand. You you don't want people to see you like that, yeah. if that's especially if that's not how you live it. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I can see yeah. it. Like, I mean, of course, Kareem was upset with how they made him look like a a pompous asshole in his in his words, and he, they said uh, made Magic look like a sexual simpleton. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but some of this stuff, especially I. Uh, because I've just finished watching the Magic Doc, some of the stuff seems like it's on par with the shit that was happening. Mm. So I'm like, uh, yes, it's going to be like some more dramatic things happening in here because yet they don't know all the details. But that's just for show purposes. If we just made a historical account of what happened, we'll just make a documentary. So I don't know. I feel like it's not... Well, of course, I'm not Jerry West, so I don't I don't know what it is to like be in the shoes, but I don't feel like it's disrespectful to anyone, really. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like I wouldn't give him no apology for what you the GM of the Lakers. Like, <laughs> I, I think with this, I, I don't know if, if, uh, if y'all are familiar with the process, but how does it go with? Uh, HBO able to use their likeness the way that they are. Um, I think it's licensed through the book, so the licenses carry over when they bought the rights to the book. Mm. Because that was my initial question too. Like, if I'm Kareem or Magic or what's the name, I'm going to the Lakers. Like, hey, like I won't support any of y'all events if y'all continue to let them use the Lakers license. Yeah, and I would, it doesn't, I mean, I didn't watch the last one, even though, like, with Genie and everything, mm-hmm. I would think even Genie is kind of not really messing with it. It's, it's not painting Genie in, like, a fucked up light to me, but maybe how her dad is being presented, she could have an issue with. Oh, yeah, you're going to see the next one, and you're going to be like, I don't know uh, how Genie is, <laughs> how Genie is going along with this. Yeah, I got through, like, half of it, and it was like, oh, what? And they, see, and that's why I'm like a little confused on how they're able to do this. I would think that the Lakers would shut this down as a whole, and they would have the ability to. But I'm not really too sure on how all that works. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe they're going by the standard of all press is good press, even bad press. Um, and this is just furthering their brand, whether good or bad. I mean, because I mean, if you look at that time. The mix of bad and good shit that was surrounding the Lakers was helping them become a global brand. Like the sex and the women and the drugs and the 
you know, and all the shit they had going on around the Lakers, it made them for the, you know, like the talk of the NBA. So maybe they going with the same approach. Like, hey, that was then. We we cleaned up our act now, but we still the Lakers. That's just our legacy. So I don't know. I I, I just say like uh, they're a little bit too like sensitive about this shit. It's a show. Well, uh, kind of, kind of staying in the realm of painting in the in a bad light. Uh, or did y'all catch some of the uh, information from the the Johnny Depp trial? Yeah, mm, yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie. I've been streaming that shit during work. I don't know how Johnny got so much evidence. This nigga got <laughs> tons of tapes and phone calls. And I don't keep that like I don't record phone calls with people, though. I don't know if that's like a is that a thing people do? It, it, like a lot of those weren't even really phone calls. It was legit recordings of them in the crib. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was uh, he must have been knowing some shit. He's like, all right, I, I know she about to wild out on me. <laughs> also, also, he, he had a drug problem, so he, he had to make sure he was recording. Yeah. So he don't know what he did the day before. Damn it. Yeah. Um, like I said, I I think both of them scumbags. I mean, the, the evidence right now looking like Amber kind of lied a little bit more than she put on, but I don't think Johnny Depp just wasn't doing shit. Yeah, they were they released like a two minute recording of this nigga just moaning like yeah. <laughs> for two minutes. I was like, why are you playing this? What yeah, what have to do with the cause this, this what is okay, so the, the the basis of this trial is she accused him of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a while back. And it's coming out that she was actually the abusee. That and I mean she was recorded saying that she kind of falsified some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. I heard this see something where it was like, who would believe you? You're yeah. a man type yeah. shit. Yeah. It's so that's never good. That's always like, come on now. We, we can't play around with that. But he's on tape saying like he, he, he uh, like fuck her dead body and shit like that. That makes me think like this nigga is on some weird shit. Hmm? Wait, what? It's it's a recording of him saying he, he wants to fuck her dead body. He was saying some he was saying some wild shit. He was he yeah he was upset. He he was upset for sure. And I'm gonna say allegedly because that may not be him on the tape, but it's sure sounded like that nigga. That's insane. Yeah, this 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 is a this is interesting. I don't I don't, I don't want to say interesting might not be the the right word, but. In a way that we, I don't think we've seen a case like this before. I didn't know this was a thing until I just started seeing clips of him crying on the stand because she was being, or he was admitting to being abused and stuff. Yeah, this is like, this goes into category of white nonsense. Like, if they had a white shade room, this would be all on white shade room. Nah, that's that's real shit. They, They streaming this all on YouTube. And it's it's just kind of wild because I don't know what the end goal of this will be. Yeah, because they're already broken up. Like, I mean, but for him, he has, he has to get his name cleared if he wasn't doing this. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. It just seems a lot is going on with this. It seems like a lot of his shit's being thrown into the dirt, too. So it's like, damn, 
Was it even worth it at this point? I mean, yeah, some people are still going to view him as a potential abuser, but nine times out of ten, if you have, if you were to have that that mark on your your name, you would be trying to fight to at least get that cleared up. Yeah, because now, like, if he gets cleared, like, kids can start dressing as Captain Jack Sparrow again. Because <laughs> didn't he lose movies from this? Yeah, uh, yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Stop yeah. fucking that. Which and. and- and that nigga is allegedly broke as a motherfucker. They said that nigga was spending nuts. Oh, I can see it. So he needs to get his. He needs to get back in the game. Yeah, he said he he would will never do Pirates of the Caribbean again though because of the way they treated him. Which I I can't blame him, but I yeah. mean it's Disney. Which I, what you, what you want them to do? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, if they offer you that bag again, he taking it. Best yeah. believe he he needs that shit. Yeah. Um, speaking of allegations and trials, man, what's going on with Black China, man? This is. Uh... She just forgot to do her taxes. That's all. Nah, the only you can't just forget to do your taxes. <laughs> I wish I could forget to do my taxes. She's trying to get the bag. I, I didn't. I didn't hear the thing about the taxes. What's going on with that? She, she said she, she had taxes. In since twenty eighteen, yeah. Mm. <laughs> she forgot for three years. She said she doesn't have a bank account. Yeah, she didn't have a bank account. What does that have to do with doing your? T- uh, wait, what's going on? <laughs> she didn't have a bank account for three years. I guess never had a bank account. Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah <laughs> yeah they they need to do some investigating that. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? My thing is, why would you go? Why would you start this trial if all your shit was gonna come out like this? Because she's suing them, correct? Yes. Yes. So she sues them. It comes out that <clears throat> one, she put a gun to Rob's head. She says she wants to kill Kylie. She doesn't have a bank account. Has not paid her taxes in four years. Like this is not good. I f- do you feel like with certain trials they just like try to bring up things to embarrass you? Oh, you have to. That's have the goal. to yeah, make them look like they like character. <laughs> make them look crazy. Yeah, especially in uh, civil trials like this. <laughs> I think the funniest part is when uh, they say Chris went to the went to E. It was like ditch the bitch. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope she really said that. <laughs> I need to ditch the bitch. <laughs> Man, this is yeah. Black China's not one of shit, and nah. it, she could and she could be a hundred percent truthful in everything that she's saying. You're not gonna win against the Kardashians. Too she much not, money's involved. She might not get to thirty. I hope she get like five. Five mil. She might. I don't know. The, the the Kardashians don't look like they settling shit. No. And I, I don't see I don't see this going in her favor. She's already portrayed as a fucking loose cannon and she has her kids on the Sabbath. If if she, if if they're lucky. Yeah. I don't know. Kim then Kim them go and pass that bar for nothing, man. They take it on cases. <laughs> she be putting that work in. She be no. putting that them summer hours. Yeah. And does uh, Chris remind y'all of Green Goblin, or is that just me? Oh, uh, right. No, I'm being serious, bro. <laughs> no, Chris don't remind y'all of Green Goblin because I know what you're saying. And you're asking if she, if 
Chris Jenner reminds us of William Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Green Goblin, the actual mask. <laughs> that's disrespectful saying she looks like William Defoe. <laughs> no, I can see it. I can see it. You can yeah. see them looking alike, or I, I can see her looking like the Green Goblin mask. Yeah, she looks like a Green Goblin mask. Her face is shaped like a Green Goblin mask. Uh, but we also have the playoffs going on. Actually, uh, well, it's all now. But um, do y'all? I mean, let me ask y'all something. Do y'all feel like these playoff takes? Do y'all feel like playoff takes get out of control? Like oh, we yeah, we are completely rational throughout the the regular season, no, and not. then when the playoffs come. Niggas just start doing the craziest takes. But I think we're, ah. we're we're not rational during the season. We just try to tell ourselves that we are. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like niggas are talking nuts. Like, I just saw a clip where Barkley and Shaq were saying Katie was alone for the ride in 2017 and 18. I, I kind of understand what they're saying. What? Not, not, not with... Uh, let me clarify. I understand what he was trying to imply. He was trying to imply that KD and Kyrie, uh, when KD was on the Warriors, he wasn't the one steering that ship. He had Clay, he had Dre, he had Steph. It wasn't everything that was like on his shoulders. And if this failed, you look like it's it's basically it's all on you. So he, it wasn't so with it not being all on his shoulders. It just wasn't the same as, let's say, um, I don't know, a, a LeBron in Cleveland or something. LeBron had Kyrie. But if he lost, it's LeBron. Yeah. That though, I don't think that that's what he was saying. Like that makes sense to what y'all saying. I mean, because he was saying some of those people are bus riders and some of them are bus drivers. And when when I think when people say bus riders, we assume that you mean like the bench players and the the one year contract players and expiring nothing. But you can if you have a team where it's structured where you have a lot of superstars in the way that that Golden State team was, in the way that. I guess in a way Kyrie had LeBron to where, especially in Cleveland, if they failed, it would have all been on LeBron. Um, I, I can see how it, it is different. I will agree that it is probably different. And I don't think it'll all be on LeBron because the second LeBron teams fails, especially back then, it was a scapegoat. It was Bosch didn't do his job or it was other people getting the blame. It, nobody ever said Bron didn't get the job done outside of 2011. Nobody has ever said in one of Bron's final losses that Bron didn't do what he needed to do. I just think it's, it again, it was just going to a majority of that weight. Unless a majority of the weight from the L's is on you, it's not the same. And you're not, you're not properly prepared to uh, get to then have to lead in that type of position like Kyrie and KD have to do now. When they won their rings, they did it wasn't all on them. And now it's all on them. So it's different. Is what yeah, I think he was implying. I can't I can't go for that. I'm sorry. Like I, I think if a nigga give you 35, 8, and 5 in a series, averaging that for a series, and you somebody says he's not the best player on the court in that series, that's nuts. So they were trying to say that when KD was with the Golden finals MVP State, both time, 
He was a bus rider. I got, I got, I didn't watch the clip. I got to see what what they were saying, but I mean, I, I get it. When, when, when you're like on the verge of getting swept in the first round, this is when, this is when the takes start to come. And this is when you need to bring them out too, because it's, it's a game, you know, with the media, you, you got to throw out the craziest takes. So I can understand yeah. what's what's happening. With K, with Kyrie, I see Kyrie has had no like main superstar success outside of being with LeBron. Like I don't think he's made it out the first round without KD, um, ever. I don't think. Yeah, I think because Boston lost in the first round when he was with them. Yeah, he's he's never made it outside the first round without LeBron or KD. So yes, I can see how you could say he's alone for the ride for most of the time. K- Kevin Durant. It's different, bro. That's a two-time MVP, bro. Two-time final MVP. One-time MVP. I guess you can say with, with, with that, the OKC situation, it wouldn't have... The pressure of that wouldn't have really fell on his shoulders with those losses because it was OKC. Like, they ain't really supposed to be here. I guess, I mean, I guess I'm kind of... I get what he's saying. If you're... If it's all on you versus you have more help. So it's kind of sprinkled because if, if what, if golden state would have lost with KD with more of that gone on Steph's shoulders or KD's, it would have been on Steph because I mean, Steph is the de facto leader of the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess for me, I guess that kind of leans into, into yeah. the point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. But I don't, I don't think the, the pressure thing is more of, it, to me, that's not that's not what it is. It's the the performance, being the leader, being seen as the leader of that team. To me, going into the the series, I felt like Steph was the leader of the team. Steph was the best player on that team. After the series, both of the series happened. It was no doubt in my mind that Kevin Durant was the best player on that floor, and legacy wise, is the better player of the two. Oh, I I agree. And kind of to to go to his point, this is we just having a conversation. Some of that could be it, it helped create a better situation for KD going into those finals, knowing that these <laughs> expectations and the weight of it all wasn't on him, which gave him uh, less pressure and more fluidity to play at a, a higher level. Whereas opposed to now, everything is on him, and I'm not saying he's cracking or, or folding because he's still playing at a high level, but he's not playing to his level. Yeah. yeah. I think he just made a bad decision. He he left the team, but that's that's in the past now, but he to get go to a, a player that's been known to be wishy-washy and uh, with a coach that don't really coach that just lets you do whatever you want to do. That's not a, that's not a, nobody has ever won like that. Like outside, maybe like Brian with like a, a couple young coaches, but that's cause it's Brian. That's not, that's not a recipe for winning, bro. And, and, and this is what they wanted. This is what KD and Kyrie wanted. So let's see how it go. Yeah. But I'm also, before we move on from this, I also don't like the takes around Ben Simmons as well. I think that all the people calling him soft and all that shit. I don't know if if that nigga really hurt. Like, am I gonna call this nigga soft for real? <laughs> now this is tough because I don't know what's going on. 
And the way that they're managing him, as far as the Nets, as far as Rich, they're not doing a good job. They're not making him look good. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Because if you're announcing, hey, this, hey, game four is his time. And now you're saying, hey, he woke up. Man, it was a little tight. <laughs> you, you look nuts. You look yeah. like you're a bullshitter. And I, I can't be mad if they have those takes because you're they're doing it to himself. Whether it's him or his team, they're doing a very bad job of how they're managing expectations and what he's planning to do. Yeah, no, I I, I will agree with that. But to have Tim Legler on TV talking about, yeah, he needs to tone down his fits and he's causing a scene to himself and he's causing a, a attention to himself. I'm like, bitch, just because you broke don't mean I got to get less, like, <laughs> like <laughs> more calm fits. Like, what you talking about, bro? Like, nah, bro. I'm not taking that from Tim Legler, bro. I'm sorry. Devil's, devil's advocate. That legs. <laughs> devil's, devil's advocate. That makes sense. Don't don't be coming to to work with fire fits when you don't want to do no work. <laughs> like, no, I'm like, sorry. Hey, hey, no, because hey, here, here's the thing: you are continuing to reap the benefits of doing work, but you're not doing the work. Don't this don't try to show up and be fresh every day. It, oh, so I'm supposed it, to look bummy because my back not, fucked up? I mean, not bummy, but, but he's, you you can't look like you're just using this to get fits off. He's he's getting overly fresh, bro. When he was rocking the shades <laughs> on the bench, I was like, all right, this is ridiculous. Somebody gotta get this nigga under control, dog. Like, like, come on, chill it out. And uh, you, you can't to be to be. I mean, there was no winning with this situation here. But to, let's if we have to be honest, he there was no way for them to steer this ship back right unless he immediately got traded, came back in, started playing the very next week, and then. Uh, the start just went crazy. Yeah, I uh, I just think this year it's not it's not a good one for him. He he just should have been like, yo, you know what? I'm gonna focus on coming back next year and providing. But even that would have looked been looked at as like fucked up because like what is really wrong with you? We don't a, a back injury is kind of harder to gauge what is really wrong with this nigga. Well, it's one he was it was. The back injury came after it was like you weren't really doing anything, mm-hmm. so that was a wrench. But yeah, he he was in a lose lose position for this year. It, it really wouldn't have mattered when he tried to come back because again, he just would have had to come back killing because anything less, it just would have prolonged the process. And at this point, the only way that he they make this stop is he plays basketball and he does it at a high level. And then yeah. it'll all go away. And I'm not mad at him for not coming back to this game. You know how fucked up if he played terrible, he would have had to hear this shit all offseason. <laughs> they would have won. They would have went crazy on this nigga, bro. And, and the blame would have been shifted too. It would have been like, God damn. <laughs> this nigga is ass. He played terrible. It's it's no point for him to play. And they shouldn't have honestly, they should have just said that from the beginning. Yeah. He's not playing in the playoffs. It's like how they doing Zion right now. Just say he's done for the season, bro. I mean, I want him to come back, but now I can see why the franchise is doing what they're doing because they want him to feel that blame and pressure. Otherwise, they would just say he's going to be back next year. Because there's no reason for them not to. If they don't plan on playing him, it's no reason for this nigga to be out here playing with like Teresa Weatherspoon and fucking uh, what's Buddy's name? Uh, he used to play for the Lakers. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he out here playing like 
21s with them in pregame and shit and not playing <laughs> basketball for real. Yeah. It's shit. It's the, the pregame workouts. Oh, they never, they, they only work out sometimes. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I saw on, um, did y'all see Amir Khan got uh, robbed at gunpoint this weekend? Ooh. Amir Khan, the boxer. Uh, no, yeah, he got robbed at gunpoint with his girl, and um, his girl, I think she stayed there, and they were on a Breakfast Club debating whether that was smart or whether you should run. And I think Charlemagne was the only person saying he would want his girl to run if we were getting robbed by gunpoint. Uh, Angela says that happened to her a few times, and she stayed there. And Envy <laughs> said that he would he knows his wife would stay there if we were getting robbed by gunpoint. What y'all? What do y'all feel like y'all would expect or want y'all girl to do? Oh fuck! Uh, I, I would expect her to run because to be honest, <laughs> if if I'm getting robbed at gunpoint, all I want to do is run. <laughs> all I'm thinking in my head, like yo, I want to get the fuck out of here. So I wouldn't judge. I wouldn't judge anybody from running. If I get a, a gun pulled up on me, like what? What are you finna do? I guess. Uh, why are you expecting her to run? I mean, I, expecting her to run isn't a fair expectation. But I feel like having any expectation for somebody when you're getting robbed at gunpoint is unfair. Because that's one of those yeah. situations where you don't know what you would do. Until you're in that situation, uh, yeah. Honestly, but running and then hearing like gunshots, hearing your nigga scream, ah! I'm I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably I ain't there yet, but one more shot to probably do it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's probably better than you running away and then you get shot in the back. And I was like, well, why does she run? Honestly, this just this isn't this how Queen and Slim started. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that shit. Yeah. Oh, she stayed. All this, all this would have just turned into Queen Slim. We don't need to relive that in real so life. So, what's your answer, man? She better stand there. Oh, okay. Uh, so you say she needs to be ten times down? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for her safety, I'm assuming she's better off staying there than trying to run away. Oh no, they ain't gonna pop her. They they just trying to get at you. You don't know that. I mean, we don't, but I mean, in this hypothetical, they they focus on you. She yeah. would just be there for help. You can't help me. I'm not. I'm not expecting you to stay there to help. I'm expecting you to stay there to not be like trying to run down the block in some heels like an idiot. Because mm. then you're just gonna make a scene, and if you start trying to make a scene, that might get them more irritable, and then I might just get popped off the strength because you want to be a goofy. Yeah, I'm cool with you running because I don't. I don't want both of us to get popped. But I'm cool if you stay too because if I get shot and I need like some help or some shit, it would probably be best if you did. Because what if you run away? What if if once I give him my wallet, I'm not looking for you. No, oh, you said it's over with after that. Oh, are you done? <laughs> you driving back to the crib fest? I'm not gonna look for you. <laughs> Why not? That's your girl. Why, Why are you running? I just know I because she tried to save her life. I think she's gonna be at the crib. <laughs> but you just said they trying to rob me. Why are you running? They don't want shit to do with you. <laughs> she gonna be ringing the doorbell. The lights just gonna go off. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's here. Like let's let's be real. If y'all are out somewhere, 
say you walking down the street and some dude is who you walking next to. You walking with your man. Some dude walk up on them, pull out a gun, man, give me your wallet. Are you going to run? Or are you more than likely just going to stand and like try to look like non-threatening? Like, hey, run his shit. Pause. <laughs> run that nigga shit, man. Take all that shit. Yeah, I'd probably stay though. Uh, I, I'd, I'd stay in that. You talking about with my homie? Yes. yes. My homie, we about to jump this nigga. You not jumping, no. <laughs> no, I ain't. It's two on one. I ain't getting. I ain't getting robbed with my nigga. Hey, he still got a gun. I ain't, he got a gun. I ain't gonna jump this nigga. I'll be like, hey, hold on. What can we do? Pause. What can Pause. We do? <laughs> Listen, man. Nigga, what can we negotiate? <laughs> Listen, what what you need, dog? <laughs> you got it. I, I ain't running, going out. Running, running ain't the answer. <laughs> I can understand a woman doing it though. A woman or a child. Yeah, she's scared as fuck. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. As, matter of fact, get out of here. Get out of here, really? What are y'all saying? No, 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 for real. Get out of here because see, it's different. Because women, that shit can be weird. What if he's like, I right, and she coming with me too? You realize then I'm in a fucked up situation. Yeah, it's not a fucked up situation. I mean, it's not your fault. Yeah, but I don't want that shit to happen. Yeah, I don't want that shit. I don't want her rolling with this nigga now. And now it's like, oh shit! Now you kidnapped. I can't do nothing. I promise, if you try, if she try to run, she only gonna make it worse. I don't know, man. I don't know. You're not. You're not getting. What are you gonna do? You gonna run away and call the police? You never know. Where, where does this nigga think you gonna go if you run? And how does this help me? But I mean, most of the time, all they want is the shit you got on. So they don't mind some. They don't want it to turn into a homicide. They want just to rob you. So if she runs, they don't care. They just want to get your shit. Yeah, and, and they can have my phone. They got my wallet, whatever. Want the keys? Fucking take the shit. Yeah. Once I'm done. Once they done there, hey, she can run all she want. They they dip by that time. I ain't gonna lie. If you run, if you run, I'm uh, I'm I'm blocking your number. I would I would quite I would question your decision making skills. <laughs> I just genuinely don't feel like run, trying to take off running is the best option. Man, that, that, that's one of those situations you can't judge someone's decision. It's, it's a gun is being pulled. That's it. whatever they do, I can't judge them. Yeah, it's like set it I, off. I guess my thing is I'm not turning my back on a person with a gun. And to run away, I have to turn my back. Now I'm Ricky. You could do a backpedal, do some Richard <laughs> Sermon shit. <laughs> I would shoot you out of stupidity. <laughs> you, if you're you do doing that, you just look stupid as fuck, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, that shit would be nuts. Ah, I get it. Okay, okay. Uh, somebody this weekend, uh, this week, somebody I was talking to mentioned that uh, out of time is a timeless record. Do y'all, first of all, do y'all agree with that sentiment? Weekend? Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't agree with it right now. It could be. It's uh, it's it's too early to talk about this. It's too early. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's way too early to talk about this. Do you feel like there? There are any timeless records right now, though. Uh, what do you mean? Time timeless is like a thriller. Like no matter when you play thriller, it's gonna ring off. That's a timeless. Uh, well, I guess when you say right now, do you mean like of the recent era or 
recent eras. Yeah, like last oh, I mean, five years. Or so. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's definitely some in there. But to, can y'all name something? To call something a timeless record, I think you just have to give it more time than two weeks. I think uh, March Madness. Okay. Uh, we gonna be all right. Yeah, we yeah, gonna be okay. all right. That's a good example. Yeah. Uh, 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 definitely some Rihanna songs in there. And that's the tricky thing, though, because like when you say like Thriller or uh, fuck, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, what's a Prince timeless record? Doves uh, Cry. Is that well? Yeah, I feel like I get jumped for saying it's not Thomas, but it's a it's one that's better than that. I'm I'm thinking of, uh, what's that shit called? Uh, 1999. Hell, no. <laughs> 1999 still go hard. Purple Rain. Okay, Purple Rain. Purple Rain will work. Is there any songs in the past like couple years that up there with that? That legendary songs. Uh, what about Adorn? Let me go. I guess can you can we do this? Because those songs are twenty five plus years old. I don't know if people in the first five years of Purple Rain were saying this is timeless. Yeah, it's kind of hard to judge. Okay, so you're saying time makes the time. Makes... Yeah, you you need yeah. the, the time there to even help gauge and get an understanding and feeling of what it is. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, but we got Kendrick Lamar. Uh, speaking of timeless music, we got a Kendrick Lamar album dropping called "Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers." Man, he announced mm-hmm. it this week with a website drop on his uh, Oklahoma. Is it Oklahoma? 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 Yeah. What is this shit? How do you I think it's OK shit? Lamar? It, I think it's oh, Lamar. it's OK Lamar. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he should probably clarify that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, y'all excited for this shit? Of course, it's Kendrick. You got to be. Yeah, uh, I'm, the the name concerns me or scares me a little bit, but I I'm going in with no expectations. Might try to skip all the singles that drop and just kind of hear it in flow. So no, I mean I don't I don't think it'll disappoint. Yeah, May thirteenth. So in two weeks, um, I'm looking forward to it. People are like dissecting it and saying it could be um, 70s themed or like a like a, the backdrop of it is like 70, like a 70s soundscape and shit like that. So um, I don't know. Kendrick hasn't disappointed as of yet, but he's definitely dressing weird, which concerns me. I mean, we're, uh, this this next four or the next three weeks. Uh, we're definitely going to get, uh, I think, what, what will become a lot of the, the summer theme music. Hopefully, yeah. it's a lot of it's a lot of good music coming out. Yeah, we yeah. Have a future dropping this week with uh, he just announced his album title is uh, "I Never Liked You." Mm-hmm. Y'all know what I feel about Future and um, him trying to play up social media shit. I, yeah, I, that's I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's but he's been on that way for a good minute now. Yeah, it don't it don't seem like it's stopping. Yeah, I mean, but I do feel like the album is gonna be good. Just like just seeing the the features, and he's been working on this one for about two years now. So I think it's been enough time. He's not you know going back to back where it's kind of too much future at one time. Um, 
So I do think it's going to be good, but I I just thought it was lazy. Um, first of all, using that photo from the GQ shoot as the cover. And the oh, that's title. the cover. Yeah, that's the cover. I'm hoping that. Well, maybe maybe it's intentional. Maybe it's maybe that was a, a an intentional thing. So I, you can kind of shoot some bail there. I don't know. I guess this thing we where it seems like we're transitioning over to the music side of things. Um, well, we did have Pusha T drop this week, but I guess one thing was people were saying that it's okay for Pusha T to rap about coke for as long as he wants to rap about coke. Can Future rap about being toxic and like? this type of relationship aspect of things for as long can this be his coke mm-hmm. or, or will so. we or will, will we not allow this to be because i mean we don't ask for push a cheat to grow up we know he's not selling coke anymore but i think that that I, I guess i was a little confused on how is it that we allow him to like skate past with that but then other artists it's like where's the growth where's the development uh where's the new subject matter type of thing it's be because and that that's a good question it's because that some people present it in a certain way where it's it's like in a box pusha doesn't present it where it's in a box like it's not like he just gets on the record and like coke 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 it, it was i was selling coke i was cooking coke i was he doesn't just do that he talks about life and like different things it's just the the theme is him being a coke dealer and his life of the life of a coke dealer other people i mean when when you say that we we tell other people to grow up i'm assuming we're talking about people like drake and uh who else will we say uh like the baby or some shit i feel i feel like it's like a i don't know it's usually like a general thing where you we you start to want more like Travis Scott, he makes music people enjoy, but we uh, people don't really ask for him to develop in a way. I don't know. I, I, guess, I guess we're just kind of confused, or not confusing, but just interesting on who it is that we ask to uh, up their skill set, up their content, come with certain different things, as opposed to... Because like when Drake does the, the sad she did me wrong type shit amazingly but yet we still is it because we know that there's more there because we know that Pusha T could do more so I guess I couldn't really find it or figure out what that what it is that what it is that kind of forces us to have these perceptions and what makes it okay but I was just wondering what y'all thought about it I think it's just talent musically because I mean when you mentioned Pusha I mean not Pusha T Travis Scott I think it's multiple elements to his his music, like like the sounds and the melodies and different themes that go into his music. Drake is more surface level. Like it's not it's not him going and let me put in this sound here. And like he's not going to do that. He's going to like get amazing lyricist, amazing singer. But that's it. And it's a it's a song. He's gonna give you the song that's gonna be the anthem or that's gonna be the song of the summer or whatever. And that's all you're gonna get from Drake. You don't get a Kanye or a Travis like like artist going into going into the album and making sure everything flows together, making sure the melodies and the harmonies and the themes fit together. You're not getting that from Drake. And I think that's what people 
want some type of elevation or want something more from Drake because it just seems so easy for Drake just to do that. It's a cheat code. But shouldn't that only go so far as an artist if you you can be seen as, I guess, elite in one arena, but you lack in others? Like, shouldn't that be a hindrance in some way, shape, or form? A hindrance for the the like a Drake type artist? No, I'm I'm I guess I'm more so referring to like a Travis type of artist. Like, yeah, your production is fire and you're adding in all these sounds with the shit that you're saying is subpar and has consistently been subpar. So while you are continuing to involve in one aspect of your artistry, it almost feels like you're just choosing to neglect this other aspect. I don't know if I would say it's subpar. Like it, and then even if you say like he's not saying anything lyrically, the words and the music make sense. Like the the sounds sound good. Like what he's saying sounds good. It's it, it, it's tough. It's I definitely understand the pusher shit, but it's just pusher just finds new ways to rap about it and make it sound good and I, I keep thinking he's going to run out of coke bars but it's impossible for him and yeah. he, he just keeps doing it and it's just you know it just sounds good and I feel like when it comes to Drake we know Drake makes great music but a lot of times when we come to artists they're competing with their past selves and if you drop something that's subpar to what you've been giving us that can be you know it, it it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. We start looking at shit like, uh, this is not as good as the other stuff. And I I, I guess we can kind of go review after this, but I, I guess that's kind of what confuses me. Because if you look at it like, like sports, <coughs> if you have a player that's only good at, you know, they don't have a jump shot. They're only good at driving to the basket. Unless they, if that's all that they're doing, and they don't really look to evolve or they don't try to, you know, st- take a three. It's like a Giannis. Giannis sucked at threes, but he was still trying to make the threes. I, I guess that's kind of, in a sense, what I guess you can say Drake kind of does. Like he, he's willing to kind of try some risk, but I guess push a T in, into this equivalent would be he's still just like, I'm going to drive to the basket because I know I can get this bucket and I'm not going to worry about threes or mid-range or anything like that but i i I wouldn't think the problem with that would be first of all i don't i wouldn't agree that drake take risks i think that a lot of his shit is surface level and following trends and that's not a diss to him that's just not i I don't feel like he's ever explored a different sound artistically i think well i guess isn't isn't following trends taking a risk no because because you're doing what's popular but you can do it poorly and we've seen people try to follow trends that, and do it poor. Because I, I think we all would agree that Drake's ability to, and I guess, follow trends in adapting and the word the, that words end up being interchangeable and in, depending on how we're referring to Drake. Um, because I think that ability to hear a sound, see the sound, perfect the sound is a skill set that not everybody can do. And usually I think we would almost commend somebody if they're able to do it for short bursts and they're not like using it for uh everything which i don't think he does that's not taking a risk though i mean just because he's able to do it successfully that doesn't mean it's taking a risk that just means that he he, he's successful in doing that he's skilled enough to do that 
I mean, that's not taking a risk and just jumping out the window. Kendrick doing uh the the second album on the on the back of probably one of the the greatest hip hop albums ever and making a Black Power album, that's taking a risk. Kanye doing a Yeezus or eight oh eight is taking a risk. It's it's different other ways to take a risk where they don't even know if this is gonna work. That's that's taking a risk to me. Uh, Drake choosing to put some patois in his shit because he sees that in the, as the new wave and he sees that emerging is not taking a risk to me or uh, connecting himself with the UK uh, grind movement that's now emerging. I don't think that's taking a risk. But to your point about Giannis and Pusha T and all that stuff, Pusha T will never be Giannis. I, I get the analogy you're making, but Pusha T will never be Giannis because he's not considered to be one of the best ever. He'll never be considered that. And I think he's fine with that. Giannis is, Giannis is going to be considered that. Well, I, I and I wasn't using Giannis necessarily as... No, I, I know you were saying it because right. that's he, one, one lane, one skill set. Yeah. And I, I guess... Because even those who aren't considered the greatest, who have the one skill set, the one sound, eventually run their course. Traditionally, I think we've seen. Yeah, I, I, I just think the difference is Drake is a premier artist. Pusha, Pusha, while we know and we respect him as a legend, he'll never be on the Drake. Uh, well, and, I, and again, I'm not there? trying to put them like in the same tier. I just meant like evolutionary wise. It just seems it's just there. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, it, yeah. It's just some niggas. Some niggas just some niggas get passes. That some niggas get passes, and some niggas don't. Nah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Because when you say getting passes, it's like we just letting this nigga just stay the same artistically. And I, to me, I feel like Pusha has grown artistically. He's not. He has not kept the same sound. Um, I mean, I guess it's con- you stays content wise. Yeah, I mean, it's only like, so much he can talk about. We we not getting a love record from Pusha T. But we could. Would you want to hear that? You uh, want to hear? You want to hear a love record from Currency? I, I I honestly I enjoyed kind of bottom of the bottle. It's not a love record, but it was something, something different than usual. Something different. I feel like Pusha. I feel like Pusha gave us a love record on um My Name Is My Name. The song, the shit with the dream, and eh, that wasn't really love record. No, th- that one, um, when he was rapping like uh, Mace with Kelly Rowland, that shit hit. Yeah. Uh, we got Sweet Serenade too. I forgot about with Breezy. So, I, 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 can we really say he hasn't? I don't know. He can do it. Yeah, I think just the joke, the joke became a reality for us. The anytime we, you know, even he goes along with it, like retweeting the Amazon uh, baking soda shit. Like the joke became reality for us. We we just see him as the the Coke guy. So uh, I don't know, um, but I guess we can get to his album um, after that. Um, what y'all think about his album? It's almost dry, man. The leak dropped on Tuesday. So that's never good um, when it drops. Uh, what four, three to four days before it is supposed to actually Sunday, didn't it? Yeah, the it was, it was early. Yeah, yeah. When did the league it, drop? I think that was Monday. Monday. Okay. I feel like. Uh, but yeah, what what did y'all think about the actual album? I was 
I love this shit. I didn't. I going in, I didn't think it, it could get better than Daytona because I really fuck with Daytona, but I, this is better than Daytona to me. After 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 a week of listening to it, mm-hmm. I, I I truly believe this is better than Daytona. This is a really good album. Yeah, I think this is everything about this feels right for you have a, a 40 plus year old a rapper rapping about coke none of it sounds like he's trying to be like a young nigga the beats aren't overly insane they're not too loud uh everything just sounds everything sounds sounds perfectly everything sounds pristine it sounds like he worked with the great with the great producers um yeah I, yeah this is a really good album yeah man I this shit blew me away, Doc. Like, of course, we got the socks off. Man, and knock my socks off, got that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, of course, he worked with Kanye and Pharrell. Those are only two producers on here. He said he wanted to set it up like a versus. Um, I think Kanye got him on the beats. Uh, just barely though. Just barely. Pharrell it's did close. his thing. Yeah. Um, but man, yeah. The only the my only criticism was. I wish that he wouldn't have gave these some of these songs out as like tracks on other albums. Like to hear me clearly, if I just heard that on here, mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. the impact would have been a lot greater. Mm-hmm. Instead of like a Nego compilation tape track, then it, yeah. I feel like it cheapens it a little bit. Gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, bro, the song with Malice, dog. Pray for me. <laughs> This nigga Malice still got it, dog. That shit, that that surprised me. I didn't expect Malice to be on that type of shit. Yeah, at, at all. That nigga killed that shit. Yeah, and then he got Labyrinth on there. That was cold. Um, and Neck and Wrist gets better every time I listen to it. I already told y'all when it first came out. I was like, yeah, that's up there with Johnny P's Caddy with like Song of the Year for me. Uh, C- Cuddy song and Kanye call my bluff. Uh, what was my favorite? It was another one that was just ridiculous. Uh, let the smoker shine the coop was one of my favorites. Yeah, that's up there for sure. Like this, this album is really good. If you're, this is a good album in the car. Yeah, call like if you bluff. if you're running around doing errands, I threw this on today when I was doing errands, and this yeah. It's just this was, and I'm. Uh, I think Pharrell kind of got yay a little bit just because of how insane Call My Bluff is. That shit is ridiculous. Yeah, like that. That shit is, and even uh, scrape it off the top. That that beat is fucking. And Uzi, uh, shout out to Uzi and Dom, man. They killed that shit too. Yeah, I fucked with that. But open air, my nigga. Yeah. Yeah, open yeah, air wow. is some of the best rapping I've heard in a minute, dog. Mm-hmm. With that mm-hmm. beat combo, man, I ain't trying to sound it's, musty, but that shit was crazy. <laughs> it, it's 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 not a weak song on here. It's it's not one weak song on this bitch. This shit was a really good album. Yeah, um, of course we got uh, the song with Cuddy and Kanye. Cuddy came out and said, "Hey, I cleared it for push, cause that's my nigga, but I'll never do a song with Kanye again. That's not my, you know, we're not friends. We're not cool." You just gotta gotta let them work it out (sighs) Yeah yeah They're they're for sure gonna get back together But that would be sad if that was true Yeah Um, 
But yeah, uh, what, what we giving it, man? We gotta rate this one, man. What y'all giving it? It's, it's, a, it's an easy nine, at least. Oh yeah, I think I was. Oh, I was. I was nervous about going there, but I feel like this. I feel like it gotta be a nine. This shit is perfect, damn near. You can get if, if y'all gave this shit a ten, I wouldn't even be mad. Yeah, I I was I was going towards nine point five just because I know how I felt about Daytona. Like I liked it, didn't love it, and then the longer I sat with it, and the longer I listened to it, I to me Daytona is damn near a flawless album. And that would be a nine point five. To me, that this is close to that same level, bro. I, yeah, that's what I wouldn't be mad. I won't be mad out of ten. I'm gonna give it a nine point five. The only thing that's the only thing that's preventing me is I like like nine point five ten albums to have like a, a I won't say radio single, but a song that you can throw on and play over twenty times, twenty five times. And for me right now, I I don't know if this album has that yet uh i guess one thing i we, so we can move past this to to cover everything up but i was a little confused do you think this helps take him off of mixtape status and i guess i forgot i should have brought this together at a different point but because actually he said pharrell was like we got to get you off of like mixtape status right and that's why he wanted to i guess participate in this project so much. Do you think that this project helped elevate him in some capacity? What do you mean by mixtape status? Like he was, he said you can't be a mixtape artist forever, right? I think is is what he told him. Um, Pharrell was, told him. Yeah, like I don't want you to be a mixtape artist forever, and this was an attempt to help him with that. I just don't know if this helped elevate him to maybe more mainstream. Nah, not to me. I mean, and I'm not. I don't I'm not call him push how, a mixtape artist. I I know what Pharrell was probably saying. Pharrell was probably like, he wants him to be, uh, a, maybe a single artist is what. Not not yeah. just dropping singles, but having a single that is on radio and on the charts and all that. And I don't think that's possible. I just don't think it's because this is not what what Pharrell did on this album. I feel like is what he's done on previous clips album. Mm-hmm. And and you could actually, well, you could say the clips is where he had that shit. Yeah, grinding grinding was like shit. That shit was on the chart. That shit was on the radio everywhere. Um, Mr. Went, Me went. Too, Mr. Me Too. Like, I don't know. Popeyes, popular demand. Yeah. I don't know if this is. I don't, I don't know if Push got one. If he has a song here that could be like that. No, and that's that's why I say uh, to me, to me to have like a a, a make, like one of those like critically acclaimed albums, like classic albums. You have to have that. Like I know how people feel about saying you have to have a radio single. Like that's like the the. Uh, the system or the fucking game or whatever, but I feel like that's what you need. I mean, unfortunately, yeah, Nick and Risk, Nick and Risk might be the closest one. I can yeah. see that kind of doing something. Like Jay said, hey, I was rapping like Common Sense. Uh, May, what's the name? I ain't rapped since like Common Sense, nigga. Like you see what I'm saying? Like that's. Yeah. I mean, you need that shit. People don't care about volume one. People care about Black Album. People care about Blueprint. 
it's a, it's a reason why people care about those. I mean, it's people that like Volume One, but you know what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a great album to me. I, I fuck with it heavy. Uh, other ones we're gonna go through a little bit faster. Um, got Blast before you go. I didn't know didn't know he was dropping some, but I wasn't mad at some new Blast. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah, thirteen mm-hmm. songs, which is not too lengthy. So appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I, I need to get it some more. But I'm, I, and this will sound a lot better once it's consistently warm out. For sure, for sure. Yeah, um, I agree. I only got one spin on it, but it sounded good to me. Oh, uh, oh, uh, did that sound crazy? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I just it was, one, it was one spin, man. I didn't. No, you can't say I only got one spin on it. <laughs> all right, that was all right. That was a little wild. Uh, uh, yeah, but I'm gonna listen to this some more. It, it sounded good. Uh, we got AB. AB dropped the album. Okay, come on. AB like Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah. Hell no. Uh, I ain't listen to that bullshit. He, he got some people. He, he for features. He got the baby, Young Thug, French, Fortune Doug, Jacquees, Keisha Cole, Vivio. What the fuck? Yeah. All right, I'll check it out. Uh, <laughs> I heard it was actually decent. Guys. People on the on the timeline were saying it's like three songs on here that's like actually pretty solid. Mm. But I don't know if I can ever listen to that nigga. Bro, I can't support that. This <laughs> is <laughs> for real. Uh, what else do we have? Let me try to go through them. the albums. Got Pusha T, Taylor Bennett well, dropped was a album. lot of R&B. Yeah, it was a lot of R&B. Uh, oh, no, number one Noah <laughs> dropped a, uh, a album called "You Should Come Over." Anybody listen to number one Noah shit? See, I thought it was no one. Oh, it might be no one. Yeah, no one Noah. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet. Yeah, uh, let's just see what's good with R&B. Yeah, yeah, Ali, I haven't gotten a chance. I'm gonna listen to it. I heard that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, Ali um, album. 88 uh, Rising also dropped a album called uh, Head in the Clouds Forever. Their last shit was pretty decent, so I'm gonna check that out. All right, so uh, singles. We got we got for singles. Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar. Yeah. Drop that, 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 that shit. sounded fire. I like. I told y'all, man. That <laughs> shit was hard, bro. When he performed at Coachella, I was like, man, yeah, he might have one for this one. Yeah, that shit was cold. I'm gonna have to spend that one. I I didn't get to that one. Mm-hmm. Um. Meg dropped the the streaming of Plan B. I like it. Um, they dropped it in the club this weekend. I knew, I knew what time it was. Really? Wait, that, that's that's the control the dick song. Yeah, don't let the dick control you. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm glad. Was I in the club when it happened? Yeah, we was at the little the smaller spot. Oh well, I'm glad they switched. Um, yeah, I didn't hear it either. <laughs> oh, <this nigga. laughs> I'm glad they switched it. <laughs> um, we got the Southside of Future hold that feature in Travis Scott. I'll be, was this right. was un- this was underwhelming to me. It was all right to me. It wasn't nothing crazy. It was okay. They gave yeah. they gave Travis two verses, and that's one too many on this. So yeah, I, I think I listened to it once, and I didn't really have any impression, whatever, the, the, any feelings towards it. The hook part shouldn't be like the best part of the song, and that's all it really is. But whatever, uh, I got excited. We finally got some uh new West Side Boogie, he dropped yeah. right with with uh with Shelly FKA drum. I didn't hear that, yeah. I gotta hear that. I, I was fucking with that one heavy, 
uh, he hadn't put out some music in a long time. So, yeah. what's the name? Uh, Justine Scott dropped her uh, "What a Lie" single. I, I didn't hear that one. Is she addressing, oh, uh, uh, give you on in that shit? Ooh, yeah, didn't he drop a song something about a uh, why you lying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got like, <laughs> actual beef right now. <laughs> she called that shit that weak ass song. It ain't even about me. I heard that shit. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I think we just got we got more music to look forward to. Again, we got future coming up. Um, if I'm not mistaken, we have Kaylani coming up soon in the next week or two. Yeah, LMA coming up in the next LMA. week or two. Uh, Jack Harlow in the next week or two. Yeah, stop oh, trying to squeeze Jack Harlow into these little what's the name? It's like they'd be like, uh, we got future. Well, who 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 dropped last week? Oh, push. push. We got they were like, yeah. we got push this week, future next week, Jack the week after that, and uh Kendrick the week after that. I was like, don't squeeze that nigga into this. <laughs> no, you can put Jack Harlow there. Hell this, no. This, no, yes, you can. yes, we can. And I think we have to because we know that this is a big album for Jack Harlow. That nigga that don't last, deserve that. to be nowhere on no list with no future pusher T or uh what's the okay. name? But no, 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 but yeah, I, the, we have to think about it like this. That last album was really good. The last the last album had smash singles on it. So, hey, not able, to me. It will. That shit was okay to me. To me, oh, oh, to me, okay is an understatement. But to each his own. I'm just saying, if he's able to produce a hit sophomore album, we know that this. We already see him ascending. This could help take him take the ascension a little bit higher and faster. This is I a mean, big album. That but this is what because I know y'all seen uh David Banner say this shit. This to me is showing like some white privilege, bro. Like that nigga gets boosted a lot, dog. A lot. Mm, See, that's a whole different that's a big conversation to have. I don't I don't know if I feel that way, but I can see I don't either. Jack Harlow is cold, bro. I'm not saying Jack Harlow ain't cold. But for you to get pushed in between uh, Kendrick Lamar, who's pro- arguably to some people the greatest artist of our generation, of the, this latest generation, Future, the greatest trap artist of our generation, Pusha T, who's a legend in his own right, don't squeeze that <laughs> this motherfucker who just had an okay album on, on his well, list. Well, if it was anyone his else. Album, his, date, his date came out first. Yeah, I don't. I, I know that. I, I don't care about him. If, if I'm not mistaken, his day came out first, and all those other ones sprinkled around. So people are already looking forward to what that was going to produce, especially with that uh, song that's going up on TikTok. That's actually mid. I will say that much. But people were looking forward to it, and then all those other days kind of sprinkled around it. So it just looked like, oh damn, now we're going to have four weeks of fire ass songs, which. I'm tr- I'm trying to think of another artist that we could just take Jack's name and put there, because I feel like it would be the same thing. Like, say, say what if it was Vince Staples instead of uh, Jack Harlow? No, absolutely not. He don't deserve to be on there either. And I fuck with Vince Staples heavy, oh. but I think people will still be like, "All right, we got this, we got this." Actually, yeah. you know what? No, I don't know. We giving Jack Harlow a lot. He don't got two. He doesn't have he. What's Jack Harlow's uh, like signature song? What's popping right? Yeah. yeah. Outside of that, what like what do we what has he done to be in that plateau? He's not on Gunner's level. I and I 
Are, so, are, no, you calling, I, I, are you I, I calling that, that a plateau because they're just saying his name with them? Because they giving him a lot. They, they, they. We making this man a lot when he's just now arriving. He's like a newcomer, like Meg or somebody. Not even. He's not even on Meg's level. But he's, do you he's like? Do you, um, who's he like? I'm trying to think of a perfect example for him. I perfect. I, I personally don't think it's that. It doesn't seem that crazy. I don't think his ascension or what how he's elevated between his first album and now it was like significantly rapid. I do. It's nothing. Nothing. None of his old songs or singles show that he should have this type of platform at this point. I guess what what kind of because this this sounds like could be a whole thing. What kind of platform do you think he, do you think he has? I think he's regarded as one of like the the faces of hip hop right now. Uh, so a lot of mainstream Americans. See, I, I, you said what, don't? No, I, th- I think he's. I think he's there. Hey, hey, all right, this nigga got chicken at KFC, bro. What's that okay, mean? all right, that's all right. Now, th- now we're moving to a different. I see what you're saying with that, but he, he's he's very marketable though, and it's not. And that's a reason album. why. I, so, so do you think it's because he's white? Yes, I, uh, I think, I think. All right, I'm, I'm, I, it would be wrong if I sat here and said he doesn't get some advantages because he he's white because he does. But I also feel he's very marketable because of his personality. He did a song. He, he did a song with Lil Nas X that went crazy. That right there is going to boost him in multiple lanes. Yeah. Mm, I, 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 we giving him yeah. a lot, bro. I'm sorry. I, I'm not hating on Jack, that's bro. I was one song. of I was that, one of the that, biggest that, supporters of Jack song. before that nigga popped for real, for real. So it ain't like mm-hmm. I don't like this nigga Jack, but we giving this nigga a lot, bro. I guess, and I it's know, a reason why, and we all know that reason. What I guess, I guess we have, we would have to really go into what he's being given, like Post Malone, like. Post Malone did the same exact shit, bro. He he made White Iverson. He made you know the quote unquote black album. We all start heralding this nigga, and then this nigga want to be fucking Willie Nelson. Well, I guess because <laughs> so like he did the same thing because we don't know what he's doing on this. I don't know what we don't know if Jack's going that way. Yeah, we have it, a lot of cases of it of it going that way, but we don't really know what he's doing. I'm not saying he's yeah, gonna do that. I, I that mm-hmm. that wasn't my point. I'm I'm giving a pointing to an example of a nigga we gave a lot to early on. Post mm-hmm. Malone. And you see I, what I that nigga had. I don't know if we gave him a lot early. To be fair. Okay. It, but it's tricky. It's tricky. It's uh, when you say we I, I feel like black people, we didn't we didn't really give post that much. But we, white people we made him cool, like, and that's what we do. We 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 make them cool, and then they take that cool and become quote unquote marketable, and then they run to do whatever they want to do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and we've I, seen it, but I guess I don't know if we we I don't see it here right now. 
Like we giving this nigga a fucking uh, white man can't jump rolls and shit. Like, c- come right. on now. Yeah, but to, but but let's let's not. There are artists who get low budget movies all the time, so that's not rare. But that's not that's not the typical low budget movie. That's a remake of a, a black American classic, dog. They put the dude. They put the dude from Everybody Hates Chris in the in the House Party reboot. But then I, I wouldn't call that the same thing. I'm I understand that. what you're saying, but also it's like it's very like who who are you gonna get for the white man on white man can't jump? It's only it's only it's very <laughs> Yeah, but you know that that's just an example of what I'm saying. Like we giving this nigga the the, the barbecue pass, the the cookout pass. <laughs> no, no, I, I can't go that far. What? He definitely got the cookout pass. Well, he's getting there from a, from a woman's perspective, maybe. And that's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need. And you you in there. You in there like swimwear. That's, that says more about us than it does him. But that's all. Again, this is a whole different conversation. Yeah, this is a big conversation to have. Uh, is I feel like this is one we got. I'm have, not uh, hating on my man. Hey, more power to you. Good luck. Well, I'm just like saying, hate. don't include him on that list. I, I, I just, it's not really a list. It's just dates, though. Because if it was if it was ESTG who was dropping an album that day. Would he cool does not deserve to be on that list. But it's but I, I feel like people would still talk about it though. Yeah. People would be like, yo, we got him, we got him, we got ESTG after that, and then we got Kendrick. I think it's yeah, just a don't, don't, I, I'll be like, hey, bro, why did why is ESTG on that list? You would still be excited for that project though, even even in Yes, but I would be like, bro, y'all don't have to include him. Why y'all trying to sneak this nigga in there? It's not really sneaking. Again, it's not. Just, <laughs> they just like, like leave that nigga out. No, but you're going off the date, so you're not going to ignore what's going to be more than likely what you would think is going to be a good project that's going to drop. I guess what you would consider the down week during a, a strong four weeks, even if it's four, it's number four out of the four, it's something to look forward to. I mean, it's an opinion, but my opinion is that nigga don't deserve to be on that what's name. We can go back and forth, but my opinion is he didn't deserve to be in there. It's like the Chris Rock joke. Like, you you see Mary J. Blige and Magic Johnson on court side of the basketball game, and then next to him, you see a white dentist. Like, you, it's just like, they don't deserve to, but you, for black people, you got to do so much more just to be on the court side. Like, it, like that's what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. And uh, that's not yeah, yeah, and, and as much as that song sucks, he, he got the number one song in the country. Salute, man. Hey, so, I fuck with you. So he's man. gonna. So you got to put him. It's 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 kind of okay. Mm, all right, <laughs> okay. And when this nigga making country anthems, so we gonna revisit this. This nigga making Kentucky bluegrass shit. We gonna we gonna have another conversation. <laughs> But all right, uh, but yeah, man, let's let's get into shout outs, man. Um, Cecil, what you got? Damn, uh, thoughts and prayers to Chris Rock's mom for getting slapped by Will Smith. She said, "If you smacked him, it's like you smacked all of us." And oh, sounds terrifying. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it sounds terrifying. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, man, that's all I got for the shout outs, man. Shout out to New York, y'all held it down. Yeah. Uh, don't know what you got. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see, man. Um, yo, shout out to the babies. Um, anybody that works with the baby, anybody that's affiliated with that nigga, I'm praying for y'all, man. Y'all don't deserve to go through the shit that y'all going through. Um, hopefully y'all, you know, 
get that nigga shit together. And um, we're definitely gonna have to discuss that nigga next week because he is fool. Yeah, he fighting artists and shit, and uh, I just don't. I don't understand how you could be aligned with that nigga, bro. It's just too much at this point. Yeah. I think they're reaching a little bit with this new video. Um, I'm pretty sure prosecutors have already seen that video before. Like, I, th- I don't know. I, I don't understand people trying to put a new spin on it. I don't know. Even if it's maybe a new spin or it's some more details, I don't know. But I, I'm never gonna be trying to get somebody locked up. So, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. My shout out is probably DJ Clayslay, man. Uh, we touched on a little earlier with the uh, Ray J uncut thing, but uh, he passed away this week. Condolences to his family. Legendary uh, DJ man, um, the Drama King, put Fifty Cent on. Um, who else he put on? I guess Pat Post, uh, Remy Ma, people like that. Uh, but yeah, man, legendary artist, man. Uncut mixtape. If you have not heard that by Ray J, classic tape. Man. Explicit but classic tape. One of the greatest. Yeah, so shout out to him, man. Uh, yeah, that's all I have, man. Um, we didn't talk about that Nicki song, which is pretty good, by the way. So I, I just want to add that too. That uh, we go up. That shit is pretty solid, man. So Nicki, all Nicki got to do is keep doing the music, man. I saw she was threatening to delay her album if her fans didn't stream it. That's goofy, but uh, but the song is pretty good though. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Pooh Shiesty, man. He only got five. He could have got eight. So I guess that's better, I would say. But. That's cool, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, any last thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. Drink your water. Put the liquor down. Yeah, man. It's over for liquor. 2022. <laughs> oh, man. We on that gas only. <laughs> Yeah, but shit, I'm, I'm fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, we appreciate everybody for listening, man. Long live the boss, man. We'll holler at y'all next week. Yes, sir.